You're listening to Fakeologist Audio Chat. This is a new and exciting way to communicate with fellow fakeologists from all over the world. Each day we compress and post the day's audio into a file that can be big or small. Discover new voices and ideas that talk about media fakery like you never did before. Please search for Fakeologist Audio Chat and Fakeologist Main Show on your favorite podcast app. To connect to our always on and always streaming audio chat, go to fakeologist.com forward slash audio chat. To listen to the live stream, go to fake11.com forward slash radio 2. Now, on with the audio chat. Okay, there goes Rick. Fire Brian was here. I uh, see Wild Times is here. Hello, Wild Times. Hello. I just got told by Rick. You were be told. You were told. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he told together. me. And Brian is trying to get in for the 50th time. Um, I didn't know that. Let me get to go look. You can check the uh, server logs under audio. I finally set that up properly. Um, what's the difference between America and American and a computer? I give up. Um, a I computer has a computer has troubleshooting. All right, very good. And it uh, can abort. Wow, that's some really deep social issues into that joke. Oh, man, I mean, if you're going to go big, you go big. Well, are you just waking up or are you stayed up all night? No, I'm just getting up. Nice. Well, Rick was on for four hours. I he heard starts at 6.30 his times. It's 10.30 his time right now, so, or 10, 10 right, so I hours. see Byron. He's in here. I mean, I have him uh, allowed in here. Um, Where's he from? I don't know that I've spoken with him yet. Um, he uh, he said that he knew some people enough to get in here to me to verify him, and he was coming in at the same time as uh, um, Farge yesterday. And I saw him talking very quick anyway. Um, where is he if he's saying to you that he's trying to get in? or No, he just popped in. I saw him pop in, and now he's okay. popped out. Yeah, okay. that's all right. You know, it's okay. I'll, uh, I'll message him. He kind of wanted to chat, uh, maybe behind the scenes a little, get a feel for things before he comes here. It's no worries either way. Um, you know me. So, um, yep. in in news, uh, every single moderator that uh, you know I was involved with in the moderator team has been yep. removed removed from John LeBond's uh, Reddit sub. Oh, okay. Was that that was a long time coming, or that was a surprise? Um, neither, neither. It, it was, you know, I don't think it was a long time coming. It was relatively recent happenings that led to this, I guess. And, um, um, yeah, it wasn't, a, but it wasn't a surprise, I don't think. So who's moderating it now? Um, I don't know. I have to look, I, I can look. Um, I, yeah, I think John's been doing most of the work since we kind of faded away. Okay. You know, so do I'm all Reddit need moderation? What happens if they're not moderated? 
um, you know, it can it can be gay prawn and the N word. Um, well, oh, okay. of, is that what happens? Um, you know, not really. There's pretty decent standards built into the uh, built into the um, you know, their Reddit system. But you know, those oh, okay. are those are circumventable. Um, the, I think the reason that uh, there there was little fanfare was because of uh, Zombie Dave and his. Uh, Absolute uh, savant programming of the auto moderator. Oh, nice! Oh, he uh, he is um, you know, a a, uh, a giant among ants. Yeah, he was here for a while, wasn't he? Zombie Dave on the Fakeologist Discord. Um, he, I think he's still on here. I uh, I made him come on. I'm like, you're coming. You're going to be on here at least, so we can drag you on a call once in a while. You know, this, he went through some personal stuff and then this uh, thing with, um, with NOPOL, I mean, it was a, I don't, you know, maybe he is not on here. Um, but I will, uh, he, he and I both know, uh, Crackle. Uh, well, I just know Crackle and, um, Crackle's on here. I'm mixing up Crackle, all these names, man. I can't keep handles straight. Um, I think Panic Master might be here. He's one of our, our moderator friends. Um, Anyway, anyway, will, the, will you guys yeah. will you guys go moderate somewhere else now or start your own Reddit? Um, I probably neither. Um, you know, on our way out, we were kind of um, you know, we on you know, now that it's done, I think it was like any plausible deniability that we had, um kind of like on our own, even though we should have like been more honest to ourselves or still just doing our good about what really is going on at Reddit. It is kind of washed away. I mean, if we're going to go to the numbers, you know, the no poll sub has 60,000 subscribers and you'd be hard pressed to say there's ever more than 200, um, consistent con contributors and, you know, good ones. I think last I checked is, you know, I wasn't the most because, uh, the most uh, guy deleted his account. But last I checked overall, I was the top contributor to the sub. Now that faded away over the last year as I've been a mod because I've been doing mod work and it's, it's tougher, you know, it's tougher to do submissions as well. But, um, and then uh, one of the other moderators was number two. That's how you usually yeah. become a lot because you're active. Right. And, um, so we, we know the place pretty well, but the, the submissions like that, I mean, there's like 20 of us. So thinking that 60,000 people are actually subscribed when, you know, the participating users are like 70 or 150, I think that's probably a pipe dream. Could be wrong, though. Could be wrong. And I, I think I was trying to go in and what are we going to be doing? We're going to be managing um, GPT, chatting with itself. I'm wondering if that makes sense to you, those words. And that's, you know, it's always going to be a question about how much of the internet is all fake and um, how much are they using artificial intelligence and or people to just shape the narrative. And my guess would be a high percentage. Yeah, yeah, I got you there. I don't know how much time you spend on places like that. Do you, would you, you know, be willing to wager a guess on what percentage of users are actually users or what percentage is just uh, chatter for chatter purposes to keep the narrative contained? 
I don't know. I'm not on Reddit. But, yeah, I think there are very few active people on any forum at any one time, maybe 1%. But I'm saying, like, overall, here's, the, here's a, better, a more precise question. Um, overall, how many of the, use of, the, of the comments on the Internet as a whole, forums, comments under newspapers, things like Reddit, what percentage of the users are just fake to, you know, for purposes of control? Is it 10%, 50%? In my, my mind, I'm thinking it, it could be 60% or more. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Twitter, especially, is pretty, used to be. Who knows what it's like now? Yeah. Well, the big thing with Twitter is they, they, can, they box you in on Twitter, which we've tested YouTube. We don't think they do it on YouTube. But, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the problem with Twitter is... Um, the way what I've done now with Twitter is I can subscribe to someone else's timeline using RSS. And RSS, as many people know, is my favorite thing about the Internet. Now, Twitter allows you to subscribe to 50 RSS feeds per account. And I find that if I don't, so I find it the easiest way to just look at someone's timeline because what happens is when Twitter feeds you now, what's the a, what's timeline, it was an RSS in how it's different from just hitting the subscribe 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 button right on their um you know their profile. Well, the problem the follow button. Well, what happens is how most people are, at least how I am is you open up the Twitter app or go to the Twitter website. You're already logged in. So you look at your timeline, which is supposed to be all the people you follow, plus often Twitter puts their ads in there, and then they put people, other people that you're, the people you follow like. So that's how you get other people into your timeline. And most people have a, I have a limited attention span like most people. So what happens is I'll look at maybe a couple pages of timeline and then I'll get diverted or distracted. And I probably won't actually have seen many of the people I follow's timeline. You see, that's the problem. So if they've been posting, say, for the last week or many times a day, I probably won't, unless I click on their profile deliberately, I won't get their timeline and because... I've just been distracted. That's how it works. Uh, okay, so, so you, you you pull everything out with RSS. Yeah, so you can... I can bring in someone's feed into my RSS reader, and when I look at my RSS reader, it's the same problem, of course. I have a thousand things in my RSS reader, but I usually don't create a mixed timeline with the RSS reader. I will look through all the subscriptions and click on one and then it'll bring up their whole timeline, whether it be a Twitter, whether it be a blog, whether it be a Substack. I find that a lot easier. And the reason I like that is it keeps track of what I've read. So for instance, once I've read an item in their timeline, it marks it red and I won't see it. So I only see the new stuff. So that's that might be a better way, but Twitter's smart. They and they're changing now. They're charging now if you use their API up to a certain amount. 
is free, but after that they charge now, and they're charging for everything, which makes sense if they ever want to make money. So therefore, uh, with an RSS reader, you can only have 50. So I really make a point of only using the RSS feed of my 50 really most relevant tweeters, I suppose, and the rest have to fall into the uh, just using the Twitter app, you see. So maybe that's all going to change with the charge, but... Um, what uh, what do you what kind of content do you usually find from Twitter? For me, it's uh audio visual stuff. Um, you know, mainly uh, gifts and uh, videos, short videos. No, no, I'm still no. I don't really grab that kind no, of. I'm, stuff. I'm saying that's what I grab. What are, what are you grabbing? Yeah, I mostly am just looking at um, true stuff, and most of it, of course, is just about COVIDs, really. Those, yeah, those the I'm, people. I'm always looking for interesting pieces um, of footage about the sun or the moon. Um, I'm collecting those. You end up with um, strange videos. I guess we'll be continuing. after the break. Rick and roll. LSG 33. I'm Rachel. Kono Kuh. Original Simulator. Robbie Parker. This is Ohio You are listening to Fakeologist Radio at Fakeologist.com. Sunday, February 19th, COVID-19, 2023. Me, Fakeologist, and Wild Times are here. We're just talking about Twitter and how we use it. Yeah, so you're specific in your searches on Twitter. I, I use it different ways. Yeah, I use I mean, a program I, called Tweet Deck. Do you okay. use Tweet Deck? No, I sometimes use Twitter Rollup, though. Yeah, well, that Twitter Rollup, that's for grabbing threads and yeah, here's them out the, on the web page. Yeah, here's the trick. They want to charge you for the PDF, right? So I um I get the link for the Rollup, and then I put it into archive.org and get it out that way. Oh, because someone already created a PDF? So no, they want you to charge you for the PDF. Now I can create a PDF through my through Apple pretty easy on the iPhone, but it's also like I want a link where it will. How do you do that? Stick. Um, I just say page I PDF. So you can take a web page and turn it to a PDF, or or a uh, web uh, archive a document HTML. Yeah, sure, any of them, any of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's let me see if I can do um, fakeologist, for example. I'll do something over here. Well, I was actually I have Android, so um, I don't know. I would, yeah, I I guess would be surprised if you don't have the same thing. It's right in the browser. To turn it to a PDF? Yeah, yeah. So I'm on my iPad. Uh, here's fakeologist. Let me go to the blog. Fakeologist.com forward slash blog for all you people listening. Thank you. Okay, so got some stuff going on. Let's hit the close cookie window. I'm not logged in, but let me just get this PDF. So I do uh, forward, like I'm going to send it, and there's options. Uh, automatic PDF or web archives of PDF. Save the files. Didn't finish loading, so let me let the page load. Um, Are you for? On Apple, you forward it in your Safari browser. Yeah, so and it's I an hit option for PDF. So I hit send, and then it saved the files. But what, in my experience, if I leave it on automatic, 
sometimes it um it doesn't pick PDF or or it saves poorly. Like I'll just get a blank page. But there is a, a thing if I hit send, and at the top, right next to the URL in the send box, there's a send box. At the top is this fakeologist.com. There's a list of AirDrop and like uh, my apps. And then there's a list of like uh, all the different things I can open it in. Uh, final page, print, markup, um, ad blocks, uh, desktop view, all those things in that big list. And one of those things is save the files. You know, they're saved to pictures or saved to files. So I pick PDF out of the options, save to files, images still, still loading, try again, you know. You know, I think it must be a scroll here. Okay. And uh, here's another okay. way. Here's another way to do it is I can screenshot and then it's full page and then done. Save to files. This saves the PDF to files. Got it. So let me, um, let me see if I can put that up in Discord. I have to send it directly from files, but if it looks good, I did something useful today because people will be able to see that. Um, so with Twitter, I usually search Mandela Effect stuff, Sun, Moon, and sometimes you get some funny NASA stuff. Yeah. So you don't really follow people and read the timeline much? Um, not really. Here and there, I'll, I'll like go to someone's page, um, you know, read the last week, couple weeks or months. Um, but no, no, I'm, I'm following a decent amount of people. I'm, I'm many of them you know, I'm sure. Um, but no, it's not something that I'm regularly doing. I think I mentioned it the other day. Um, the only reason I got a Twitter account was to use their advanced search because I just, I, it was a personal thing. I had to find the WHO and the CDC in a, a tweet spat together arguing about what, uh, what airborne meant. It just was too funny not to know. Wow. And I found it, and they were like I said, they were arguing about it. I said this, yeah, yeah, yesterday with Frank, uh, excuse me, with uh, Farce. They were arguing um, about airborne, like epidemiology has never existed. Airborne means something, and apparently we all were eating stupid pills that we forgot. All right, you know, that didn't take the first time for whatever reason, but all right, I got it. So your full blog uh, is 11 an 11 page PDF. Nice. And it picks it up. So I'm going to forward that to free for all. Um, less than a megabyte. And so use Unroll. There's another, there's another, so you plug in the URL into archive.org. So that way the HTML is in archive.org. Yeah. So if, if, all, the, yeah. if all the tweets get deleted. Um, you know, I don't know, I don't know that the unroll keeps the, um, the data itself from Twitter. I think it might go reference Twitter every time you try to unroll it. Yes. I'm, I'm not sure how that works unless you pay for it. And, you know, I'll save a PDF myself, but, you know, I, I'm the land of too many archives, too much archiving. Um, I'm not confident I can go back and find a PDF quite as easily in a year um, as I could, uh, just know that it's in archive.org and search, search the, uh, um, by like my, uh, bookmarks. And I also have a good clipboard app. They don't use any, you're not allowed to buy anymore because they, uh, they, they can't update it to the new iOS, although it works fine. So I have a clipboard in all my devices that, um, is like, you know, holds unlimited amounts. So it's like, 
I think about 6,000 items in the clipboard. Nice. Yeah, and so, you know, it's mostly links because that way I can search for a link and have my Im- imager, um, YouTube, and I just search YouTube and then the, you know, hopefully get the title and that makes, makes things fast, usually. But when you, you know, the problem with that is when you can't find some, something, it's extra infuriating. Yeah, it sounds like it would be. Yeah, I mean, you know it's there. Usually it's it's a spelling problem or um I put it in what is uh put it in reading list, not bookmarks bookmarks, always something stupid. Alright, so let's see if the PDF made it. There we go. It made it. And it's viewable. So there's your, your first blog, you know, eleven pages. And it's not perfect. There's um, you know, some uh spacing stuff, but I think for a blog it's pretty good. All right, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So I imagine there's got to be a browser. Uh, like I, I'll, I can check later. We'll see if Chrome does it. I mean, I would imagine Chrome should be able to do it on an uh, Android too. Or I think everybody's using Brave now, also. Yeah, I use Brave usually. Yeah. So have Are you, you been using over? Brave on the on the iPhone? No, I've just always used Safari. I have uh, some extensions for Safari that make everything very. Uh, very quick and ad-free because I can control the page so much. One of them is called Stop the Madness, uh, and it allows you to uh, basically control everything that they can take from you uh, data-wise. Like They're um, mapping your fingers on the screen on most websites, and you can protect that and protect clicks, protect um, have certain things not load. It's very, very customizable. And then another app I have is by the same guy. Uh, I think that's when Stop the Madness, it stopped the script. That stops all HTML from loading. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's HTML or Java. I'd have to look. I think it's, I think it's Java. Yeah. So between those two, I know you guys stop the HTML. Between those two, um, sometimes I have to touch a, you know, a few touches to get a page to load properly, but I'm like never worried about, um, nearly as much data of mine going out. I don't think I don't think Brave has a, a provision like that. No, I don't know that. Really, I didn't. I, I wasn't doing it for privacy because I believe they know where we are pretty well. If they wanted to come find anybody wanted to come find me. It's um, you know, has the power of that type of surveillance. I don't think I'd be hard to find. Um, I really just did it so pages would load, load faster. Yeah. That's yeah, why I use Brave speed. So tell me, um, tell me something new. What's uh, what's new in your world? <laughs> not much. It's not freezing today up here. I guess that means it's a lot warmer down where you are. You know, Maryland has been uncharacteristically warm for some time yeah. now. It's it's kind of actually funny. It's uh, one day below 20 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. Yeah. So we really almost didn't even have a winter, it felt like. Did you get any snow this year so far? Not really. You know, it did. It did. Some some participation in the, the white sign came down one, one or two days, but no accumulation at all. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, when I grew up, there was four seasons here. Now there's two. 
Well, we we still have four seasons. We've had, um, I would say, three or four accumulation events. Okay. What was uh? What was the biggest one? How how, how much snow turtle kind of stuck around for? Maybe a, a foot. Maybe a foot. <clears throat> yeah, I mean that's that's something. Maybe a foot, and it stay it's stayed around for at least a week because it just wouldn't go above freezing. Yeah. <laughs> I would say we've had, I've had enough winter. I I get it. It's okay. I get the idea. Um. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the winter that we were expecting was just not what we got, and it's uh, it's funny how um this year everybody was uh kind of thinking. I kept hearing that oh, farmers almanac and blah blah. I never blah. think. I never listen to that. Well, I I don't I don't either. But it's like everybody's. But see, there's the thing. Maybe we could cast a spell to get the opposite. I'm. It's just cold in the winter, and it's just a number. I count the number of snow days and the number of bone chilling cold days, and probably had about because anytime it's a certain temperature, I wear my snow pants, my two layers of pants because I'm outside all day. And I've only had about five or six of those days and maybe two snow days. So it's been pretty, I would say it's been pretty pleasant uh, as far you know, as the sun goes. We've really had, January was one of the darkest months ever. And I measured that with my solar panel. It was really dark. And they're freery. And February's been pretty dark and dreary too. So it's it's been pretty low on the uh, sun count, which is very harmful, I find, to my uh, psychological well-being. You have a uh, a sunlight in your house, like one of those lamps that simulates it? No, no, nothing like that. I just have lights. Hold on, just give me one sec here. Take your time. All right, we're back. Wild times. Hello, how you doing? What's new I in was your world? I'm finding Danny looking through the logger. Um, so I, I have something to tell you. This this is a life changer for winter gear. This is, I don't say it's my most important piece of gear, but it's probably the most uh, um important life changing. Uh, so long underwear made out of actual silk. Oh, um, nice. Not silk style. They're not even that expensive. I think I got a pair from Cabela's, but um, Ab, it changes everything. Does it cause excess heat in your um, male parts? Because no, 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 no. It solves all the problems of the double layer. Okay. It, it, there, there. Silk- you know, why do you need long underwear in Washington? Well, the, oh man, it can it can get you know zero for weeks or Maryland. You know, it would get zero yeah. for weeks sometimes. Now, one of the main reasons is I do outdoorsy stuff. Zero Fahrenheit? Sure. Yeah. It, it used to. It used to get zero. It would stay below twenty. So, like, let's say. Uh, Five years back, 2010 was the last time it was like really, we had like uh, 30 foot of snow accumulate in 2010. Okay. So, um, yeah, that on those type of things, you know, for a week or two, 
it would the high would be 20, maybe 25, 20 would be definitely. And yeah, it would be negative five at night. That, that could happen for a couple of weeks in the winter, in the worst part of the winter. Okay. The, main reason, the main reason was I, I did dog training with a working group. And, you know, every Sunday morning, we were out on the field at 5 a.m. And then we would be out there till like 2, 2 p.m. So when you're doing that, you know, it's cold. Why do you and, get up at 5 a.m. for that? Oh, I don't anymore because I don't have a dog, but uh, I used to. No, well, why for, would why would they start at five in the morning? That's for tra- for, tra- for tracking training. Oh, I see. Yeah, there's a host of reasons, and yeah, tracking is one of them. Um, uh, so with silk, the thing with silk is there is zero chafing. So I would tuck, tuck it down and, and bring my socks over them. And even my ankles, like, you know, when sometimes the head of the socks irritate your hair, there's no way to get around that. Silk solves all of it. Silk long underwear. Okay, I'll look it up. I would get a top. I got a top, too. It's very, you know, it's very thin. It's not thick at all. It's just like a very thin layer. So, you know, you could wear three, but um, having that. In between you and your clothes, when you wear your clothes all day, for me, it, it just everything is better. The the, the male part, and the silk are, undershirt. Yep, yep. The male parts are taken care of because silk is, is uh, doesn't it never sticks to you? You know, it never it never grabs. And it doesn't it. cause excess heat. Oh no, no, or, it's, it's, it's a better layer. Boxing. No, it's a better layer in between you and whatever you're wearing than cotton or uh, performance fabric. I'll look it up. Yeah, there's so be, an old be, thing, smooth be, as silk. Yeah, be careful. They have they have things called silk style to try to fool you. But I mean, it's like let's say those are forty. The actual silk are like sixty bucks. It's not even that expensive. Yeah, is that made um, by silkworms? Actual uh, animals? You know, I mean, I don't know. It might be the modified goat. For all I know. Yeah, well, there is a silkworm. Silk industry, it's a real thing. No, I know. I mean, they modified goats. Wild times and fakeologists. Would you like to support fakeologist.com and all the content we're creating? We operate on the value for value principle, where you pay whatever you can for whatever value you feel you've received. We accept donations in almost every form from PayPal to Bitcoin. Please go to fakeologist.com forward slash donate for your payment options. Thank you for your support. It's a rich man's world. Well, we're back. Sunday, February, COVID-19, 2023. Calm card Ken, if you're listening, good time to come in. It's Sunday morning. I don't know where you are. You were... You come in here for a few minutes. If you want to chat, you can do that. Calm card can. Anyone else is welcome. We're not. We like we like new voices. It's been um, pretty quiet here. Right now, you have Ab and Wild Times. Yeah, but we have the psychologist. <sighs> yeah, come interrupt us. We we're not special. We'll listen to anyone and everyone. So come talk. Come on, everybody. Let's go. So yeah, um, you know I'll go into the Discord. Okay, silk. I'll, I'll put that on my list. I'm gonna buy a silk undershirt because I wear an undershirt every day. Oh, they're amazing, and, man! Uh, buy two, buy two, and buy two pair of the pants. Um, you know, but buy one of okay. the pants, two of the shirts. Shirts are easier to fit. But I wasn't joking. Um, they have modified goats 
with the golden uh, orb weaver spider genetics, and they make something called BioSteel out of uh, goat milk now. I'll put it in the forum. So I'll go, like I said, I'll go ping everybody on the Discord. I, I, I kind of loathe getting the everybody pings um, in general, so I don't do them. But this is a good time to, to do that. Yeah, that's fine. Um, wait, BioSteel, is that what you suggest or don't suggest? No, no. I, I'm just, I was making a joke when I said it was made from goats. Yeah. But it, oh, no, I I, 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 I'm sure there's some high-end stuff that you could find. I got the Cabela's brand from Cabela. Right. We don't have Cabela's here. I mean, they won't, they won't ship up north? Oh, I'm sure they will, but I try not oh, to... Uh, I didn't go to the store. Yeah. I, I had it shipped. I'm sure. I'll check it out. Yeah, I'm sure I Amazon mean, has it. I, uh, you're, um, you guys are uh, outdoorsmen just as much as per capita as any American uh, uh, area, I think. Well, not, not in the city. But yeah. <laughs> no, if you compare American city people to Canadian city people, I think they're very similar. Oh, I'm sure they're the same. Yeah, and that's as I'm saying. So, uh, Canada has a, uh, you know, venerable outdoor history and industry. I'm sure you'll have no problem fi- uh, when you find them, finding them. But yes, a life-changing piece of gear, for sure. Um, sitting in the car, getting up, um, you know, going from place to place and having to wear pants for like, you know, sometimes if I was on a long, long dog training day and then we went to a trial, like a working trial, you know, we get up at 5, you get home at 7 p.m. It's a long day of, of doing a lot. And um, all the different parts of like your your body, like uh, on my outside of my knee, is one pair of pants. Always seem to hurt it. Like I just would would be rubbing at the end of the day. Some pants, you know, like they always uh, um, irritate the around the waistband. This this solves more problems than I ever thought even existed with it. I highly recommend it. Wow! Psychologist tip of the day, clothing tip of the day. Come on, man, where can you get that? Yeah, and you know, hey, live like a king. Get some silk. Yeah. Get it while you still can. Get it while the carbon score is um, is low. What do you think of the um, the PCA, the personal carbon allowance? Um, I think they'll only use it for good. They'll only use it for good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> God, God, thank you. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Can you imagine that was, that's going to be the new digital? That's going to be one of the more important currencies of our time. I, I, I don't call it currency. I should call it, I call it the hat tax, the human activity tax. So it's actually not a currency. It's a tax. So that tax is going to be on every single thing known to man and unknown to man too. I mean, you know, what's their uh, rule number one? Tax it. Yeah. yeah. Is that a thing in Maryland? Do you hear anything of it or no, are you hearing no. anything about the CBDC? No, you're not, you not hearing it. Nothing. The thing about Maryland is it's by probably it's the richest state in the union. And what ends up being is it really? Thing, yeah, it's because it's of because all the government people? Oh it's yeah, it's D C money, one hundred percent. So it's richer part- than Virginia? Um, I think, yeah, I think so because there's a lot, there's more rural in Virginia. There's like, um, the rural 
outside of the south of Virginia and southwest um, is bigger, where, where Maryland's kind of surrounded by um, uh, just more more industry because it's more north, and, you know, Virginia, and then more coastal. So, I mean, you know, that's the last I heard. It could flop back and forth, but I think that that's what uh, is generally, generally considered the case. And uh, because of that, like, everything's pretty easy here. I mean, the cops are nice for the most part. I'm sure, you know, everybody has their bad run-ins. Um, but things, things were relatively quiet during, you know, COVID. We, we got rid of our masks uh, very fast. Um, things are not very stressful around here in general. That's so, no, we're not hearing anything. I mean, you know, this is the type of place where the politicians' kids will get, um, you know, it's possible they get wrapped up in something stupid because their school decided to do it. So I think they'll, you know, they'll be marching to here, not from here. What about Baltimore? Is that still an enigma? Just a... I mean, poor area. You know, Baltimore has poor areas and rich areas. Um, you know, the, the Baltimore is an interesting place in the sense that, uh, um, you know, I don't know how many cities everybody's been to or you've been to. What's um interesting about Baltimore? And I'm just a little distracted. I'm trying to figure out why it won't let me use everyone, but I think I'll be close. So, um, Baltimore is one of the cities. It's like DC. Um. I'm trying to think of another one, like I think Dover, Delaware might be one that's close to that. And it's a, because they're so small, you know, in Baltimore, DC, you're like never more than five blocks from the ghetto. You know, if you take if you take the right five block angle, and that's maybe a little bit of exaggeration, but not not too much. You know, where in Chicago, you you can be in the city limits and pretty far from anything that we consider a ghetto because it's just so big. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, Baltimore is pretty steady as far as I know. Um, you know, they nail their 300 murders on the head every year. I'll say that last part again. So Baltimore is um, pretty consistent. They get their 300 murders pretty much every year. Oh, okay. And now those are mostly in the ghetto, black on black? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, uh... God, every bit of eighty percent, and you know, I'm sure there's um maybe I'm mistaken by by ten percent, and it's seventy um seventy thirty, but yeah, for the most part, it's the drug dealing gangs. There's, I think, in Baltimore they call it the butterfly. Um, there's basically you come down the center of the city from the north, which is how most people get there, and there's like a butterfly of um uh money. It comes off the, you know, expressway when you get there. That there's all the money, and you keep going past that, and you get to the ghetto. <laughs> and so, you know, the it is an enigma. But um, here's some numbers for you. Last I checked, and I might be off on this now, but last I checked, if you remove nine cities from the um from the rolls from the uh. Um, murder rolls with guns. America is one of the safer places to be. So that says all the murders, gun murders, happen in nine Democrat-run cities. Go figure. But most big cities are to the left. That's just how people tend to be. 
when they work in close quarters with others. They... Yeah, Maggie, and um, what do you uh, what do you subscribe that to? I'll subscribe that to. I just think people are uh, when they have to work together, they're more sharing and social that because they have to literally constantly sit down and work with each other so they're always looking at the most fair and equitable way to make rules and get along with each other because they're living on top of each other i don't know if that's anything to do with history i think it's just the way people are they're less aggressive less give me everything because they're right with they're sitting right with people like a dinner table like if you went to a dinner table and would you just take all the meat and put it on your end and then have everyone just stare at you and say give me my share I, maybe, I maybe. It for that. maybe you probably would no, because then not. you would be you'd be shunned immediately so I, I think that's how I think that's why people are the way they are. When you have to live on top of people, you're a little more equitable and sharing because you know yeah, are, so are, they, are they equitable or sharing? It doesn't seem like they're they're actually achieving that. <laughs> Maybe that's the intent. Yeah, I mean that well that's the uh uh that I think it's probably a good explanation. Did I just hang up? Okay, I didn't. I think it's probably a good explanation for their motivations. And then, you know, I, I guess a better way to say what I said would have been like, and that's that's what they cater to, right? And I think they do that well. And, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, I've had a, a bunch of conversations about it recently. Um uh, the fact that people think that voting is going to fix this is very, very difficult for me to get my head around. Yeah, well, people always come back to the middle anyway when it comes to running a place. If they're from the left, they move to the middle. If they're from the right, they move to the middle. Because once more, they are representing, they are running it for everyone, not just for their side that voted them in. That does um, happen every time. Usually. Yeah, okay. And that's just, I just hit every I hit uh, 73 people with a ping. So, um, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, so hopefully we, uh, we get somebody in the air, like Tom Carter or somebody. Yeah, I mean, they come to the center, but uh, is, that a, is that a function of um, knowledge or experience or just getting old and getting slower and not wanting to deal with stuff? It's just practicality. So all three. Yeah. It's practical to do it that way. You're not going to... Because all governments get in with 30% or so. That's it. It's not a majority. Well, it, it's not an outright majority, but it is the majority of, say, the voters. So 30%, if that's the highest number that you win by, then that is the majority, even though it's a low number. But it, once you're in... You represent everyone, or you're supposed to take care of everyone. So, inevitably, you're going to just move. 
to the middle of everyone wherever they are on the spectrum. So what is it? I think sixty in the states that sixty percent of eligible voters actually vote. Okay, and of that, of that number, only thirty percent that cast their ballots a certain way. That is usually the winner. So there's this thirty percent that control everything with their I was- policy. When I was in touch with Miles Mathis one time, or for a while, yeah. he, he pointed out to me that all elections since the 60s were fake. And I was like, well, how do you know that? He said, well, go look at the numbers of Repub- registered Republicans and registered Democrats from the 60s who did today. And if they didn't fake it, the Democrats would have won every election. Uh, all right, so, give me two minutes there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go look the numbers up. I'll be here when you get back. Okay, anyone new come in? Nope. Nope, still just us here. But it's, you know, 7 o'clock o'clock on a Sunday morning. Yeah, it's not the right time for uh, people. They're usually, most people work at night or they're out at night. But, uh... At least it's a little lighter out. Is it lighter where you are? Can you look out your window? Um, yeah, it's uh, you know, it's not dark. Well, a little lighter, which is great. Anything new in your fakeologist world? Yeah, I actually have a funny one for you. I don't know if it's funny, but I think it's funny. Um, so I'll tell you, if it's funny. I'll okay. be the judge of funny. Um, you know, your, your sense of humor continues to confound me. Oh, I have, I don't have one. That's why. <laughs> well, you know, aside, I, I, here and there, I can get a chuckle out of you and I, I consider it yeah. a, a, a momentous achievement. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Cause I, I just don't laugh. Sorry. Yeah, you, you do though. You're laughing constantly. Like you think you just laugh there. You laughed at your lack of laughing. Yeah, it's sort of a chuckle. It's not a gut laugh. It's not really, it's not really sincere. When my uh, children listen to me laugh, he said, uh, "Why? Why do you fake laugh?" Uh, I'm trying to be, trying to be social, I suppose. Yeah, but the, th- the thing is, though, like a laugh is a big, a big emotional swing. You seem to be kind of um, very even keel, but I don't know. I, I, my interactions with you are always like. You're never below the baseline of like um happy. You're always above above uh the line enough to consider you're like, man, he's in a good mood. He's happy. Yeah. And if you have I'm enough awake. of that, yeah, if you have enough of that, I don't I don't think you need to laugh as much. Oh, I see, yeah. No, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty above above the baseline. I'm uh, after the break. Break and roll. Listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. Yeah, I'm a pretty low. Yeah, I, I don't have much of a sense of humor. I, I think that's the best way to describe me. Um, 
you know, humor is a funny thing. Um, it's a funny thing. Uh, so anyway, before I go on a, a comedy tangent, I did look up the numbers for, um, I looked up the numbers for the Democrats and Republicans, and currently, and this is actually a pretty big swing, you know, um, for the last I recall. Right now, there is um, Republicans registered 36 million, and Democrats, there is, it was 47, let me get my eyes on it. Yeah, 47 million, and they're, you know, Republicans are going up, Democrats are going down. I think years ago when I looked at it, the numbers were more like uh, um, 55. Those people that register, sure, that so doesn't since, mean they have to vote that way, though, does it? No, but 60 I think it's like 80% or more vote party lines, but it's pretty even who crosses over. Okay. Um, so um, with... Uh, with with that, so we have um, uh, did someone just uh, join? Uh, Neil, Neil, wow. that, that Neil? is that is uh, formerly Truth. I am. Oh man, he's got so many names that can't keep track. Well, Truth, Truth got blasted with uh, with the with the server. Yeah, but he can use the same name. How you doing, Truth? I am. I'm good. Neil? Can you hear me? We can. How's life in Colorado? Hi, I'm trying to get out of here, man. Where do you want to go now? Somewhere in the Midwest. How's Mrs. Neil? Oh, she's wonderful. Oh, that's good. Yeah. How's the... Yeah. um? How's the type one going? Uh, it's doing all right, man. Uh, I have a problem with my with my eye uh, that I've been trying to figure out. I've been trying to been trying to figure out how to uh, to make my health better in forms of repairing my eye because there's a cut in my eye, and it's from the uh, it's from the health. It's from the lack of. Not good enough health. <clears throat> yeah, but what's that from? Why are you out, why are you not in good health? Well, I am, but I could be better. What did the uh, footballer say? I spent uh, most of my money on drugs and fast women. I just wasted the rest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think he's doing either, but uh, that's kind of that's a chuckle. No, I know he has what? he has a, a nice wife and um is a smart guy, but I I thought it was funny. I, I have a sense of humor, Mister Don Chuggler. Yeah, it's allowed. Um, yeah, thank you for permission, sir. How do you cut your eye? Anytime. I've never heard of that term. Um, basically, your your eye is not getting the um, the the vitamins. It needs so uh, the lack of uh, your health uh, can damage body parts and eyes, fingers, any of that. Ex extremities, anything with extremely low, small capillaries. Yeah, your extremes. Like I've, yes. I've always thought when we're talking about vaccines that 
Andrew Molden talking about endovascular ischemia, which is where if you're poisoned, the poison travels throughout your body, and it's always the endovascular areas that get blocked up by white blood cells trying to get to those areas to clear them out. And in doing so, they block the red blood cells that carry the oxygenation. And therefore, that's why the extremities tend to die off or get necrotic because they're not being nourished by the nourishing red blood cells that come and exchange gases and remove nutrients. So it's endovascular ischemia, which is like a mini stroke. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's, that's really many strokes are what autism is the result of autism is the result of many strokes and vascular ischemia. So that's why I think if you have uh, very viscous blood, I think viscous means thick. And I think it has, a, I think it probably, so if you have do. very, if you have very viscous blood, which is a, a trait or a characteristic of diabetes, then you can get, I suppose, that ischemia where the blood just cannot get down those tiny, tiny capillaries in the same smooth way that it would if you had non-viscous blood. And I think that's just a function of uh, your glycemic control. I could be just talking out my butt, but it sure sounds knowledgeable. Yeah, it's pretty accurate what you're saying, yeah. <clears throat> what I'm what I'm saying is I could still uh switch my health up correctly now. I, I'm just trying to find ways I can improve um this uh cut to go away from my eye. You know, uh Thomas J and uh Beans, the guys of my channel. I think Thomas J has the uh, um, the more well-rounded knowledge, but Beans is an expert in his stuff. Um, you know, fasting is one of the things that you, is going to bring a uh, a change because the digestion is a very, very large load. Always is. Yeah, but how do you yeah. fast with type one diabetes? Um, you know, this is this is the challenge, isn't it? I mean, I, I don't have any, yeah, I don't have answers for you. Um, per se. Or, um, or I, without, you know, non per se, not, just absolutely, I don't have any answers for you because straight that, per se. That's something you should need to consult a, uh, a bunch of different people, uh, probably and take the advice of a professional you trust. That's yeah. right. The, the, the unfortunate thing is I have to ask like three doctors before I can come to my own conclusion because it seems yeah. like every doctor has a different response to that. Do any of them say it's it's permissible for type one to fast? I don't believe so. I've, I've I'd never. Be, I, yeah, I'd be surprised. Yeah. Never ever see and and you know a doctor that would specifically answer that question is is a is a diabetes doctor that is more prevalent in Eastern medicine. Yeah. Well, all diabetes doctors are endocrinologists, as far as I know. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. That's correct. Yeah, that's, but, their, but, that's their that's their field on, of expertise. Endocrinology. Honestly, I think endocrinology is b- beyond diabetes. It's not just limited well, yeah. to diabetes. 
it, it, it's all hormones because insulin's a hormone. <clears throat> yeah. As far as I know. Yeah. yeah so, but obviously, so, if you are an endocrinologist and you specialize in diabetes, specialized test beat diabetes, they're going to be all your patients probably pretty much because it's so prevalent now. Someone said it's 10%, 11% of the population is type 1 or type 2 diabetic. Yeah, and you and I both know there's a massive difference between type 1 and type 2. They shouldn't even be called diabetes the same breath. Yeah, yeah, it should be a different, yeah, totally different. Different name. Well, not only different name, but you're also uh, doing different things like... uh, the type type one, it, there could be a uh, an eating issue, but type two, that's specifically what it is. Is over, typically type two would be overweight. Uh, uh, like and uh, I believe I believe and I believe North America is overweight because of poisoning more than overeating. It's yeah, just toxicity. They're poisoned. I don't blame, I don't really blame most North Americans for their condition as much, well, but they just don't know what foods are poison. And of course, all manufactured food is probably poison. So that, yeah. that leaves the, uh, a very small part of the supermarket for them to choose from. But they don't know. I don't think they know. Who, who's they? He's the American, the average American. They just don't know what's toxic. They don't know that soda, all of it is toxic. All of it, diet, non-diet. But tell me, you you guys still have, you know, all these American companies in Canada. What? Yeah, I I, considered us. Yeah, I said North American. Yeah. Mexico is slowly slipping into the entire North American. So is Asia. Yeah. I mean, they 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 have the same things out there too, except they're not as idiotic no, I, as as Americans. No, I realize are. that, but I think Europeans. I think for all the ills that is the uh, European Union, I think they have more strict guidelines when it comes to what they can put in the food, uh, vis-a-vis poisoning it and no. manufacturing. They can't can't use glyphosate. I don't know if they can use high fructose corn syrup over there. Um, but there's many toxic food items that they ban or at least label. Well, think about Europe too, about supermarkets. You know, a lot of people live in a place where they're just, they don't have the type of um, industrial um, supermarket that we have. And that's where we shop. And, you know, there's you know, they shop really, daily. Yeah, there's not. They don't shop. They don't shop once a week and put the food on the shelf that can survive the week because it's got so many preservatives in it. They buy food that goes bad in a few days. So that's why they go every day. Oh, you know, one of the things that I learned from Beans, there's a guy from England in my server, that's what we call him, but uh, I'm yeah. not going to you know, say his name, is that I think that he, he is... Uh, and his in my education that I got from him and his studies, he has you know found uh, things like eggs, um, you know, gluten, everything gluten, bread based are much um much more troublesome for our, our body. Oh, 
because of um, their stickiness and their propensity to um, get stuck in our gut. And the uh, the amount of dried mucoid plaque we all probably have in our intestines is, um, you know, I think that the people of uh, John Rose, you can look him up on YouTube, you know, he said Jesus, yeah. described, Jesus described that plaque as Beelzebub itself. Yeah, the GMO gluten, I, the GMO weed, I think is a huge problem. They don't allow it in Europe, I don't think. He's but that's part that. of the poisoning. That's what I'm <laughs> talking about. That's part of the poisoning. It definitely is, but it's also just, um, you know, food combinations and, um, the general, uh, lethargy. You know, if you're going to eat certain foods at night and go to sleep, you know, and you sleep for eight hours, you're going to, that, um, over and over again, that's going to lead to a more chance for a dried plaque in your gut than, um, if you do something different. Now, truth, when I said fasting, um, how, what is diabetes like with fruit juice? Could you drink? Fresh squeezed fruit juice? No, that that's got sugar. So what if, what sugar. If, what if you watered it down? And I'm I have no idea. I was curious. You should eat the fruit, not the juice. The juice is so highly highly yeah. concentrated with glucose. It's just it's a, it's actually what you do when you go hypoglycemic. That's the yeah, number one. That's what my that's what my daughter uses. She doesn't take it. She Indeed. just drinks the sugar drinks, and that shoots her right up within minutes. Yeah, well, the thing about um, the sugar in, in, in fruit is it does not hit your bloodstream and cause an insulin spike like regular sugar. Yes. If you eat the fruit. If, yes, if you if eat you fruit, eat with fruit, fruit. Yeah. No, even if fructose go, it takes a pass through the liver before it gets delivered to the bloodstream and it gets slowly distributed by the liver. It is harder on your liver. But, but but there's, there's, a juice, though. there's a difference between there's a difference between good carbs and bad carbs. Okay. And and, and that's, that's what we're talking about. You're talking about. So when you eat a fruit. That's definitely good carbs, you you know. But but when you're drinking the fruit juice, that's the bad carbs. If you juice an orange, or you eat well, it, man, it's you, the same thing. It's just you. No, it isn't. Well, one of them you don't get. No, the fiber. it's not. One of them you don't. Yeah, get well, it, it, the fiber slows down the uptake of the glucose. When it's it, just juice, it's much faster. That's what the fruit, point is. That's not fruit good. Fruit does not, fructose does not hit your blood like sucrose and glucose because of the pass through the liver. And, you know, a lot of the problems with people are having with diverticulitis is that they because they take too much fiber. But let's pause for a second and say hello to our friend, Benoit. Oh, what's up, Benoit? Talk to us, Benoit. Bonjour. Ah, ça va plutôt mal en ce moment. Ça va, ça va. Wonderful. In front of the wonderful reform wall in Geneva, it's it's, it's pretty cool, I must say. It's like this wall with statues of uh, the great people of the reform of Catholicism. Not bad at all, as as a site, I must say. And you might, you might uh, try to get a tiny bit closer to your microphone down the wall. We can hear you, but it's a little bit fuzzy. Is it better now? That's better. Yeah. 
that will do them. So you were talking about carbs. I don't want to interrupt you. So please continue. No, I mean, I, if you if you have anything to add, it'd be a good place wherever you'd add it. I don't know. I I, I eat terribly. I must say, I have absolutely nothing good to say about the <laughs> terrible eater. I eat all the bad carbs, mostly uh, pasta and bread and uh, everything that gets you fat. So yeah, you know, I think we're into something here, though. Here's the reason why I don't think fruitarian um, is the greatest idea. Find me a group of 90-year-old fruitarians who say it works, they love it, and they're healthy. They don't exist. Yeah, you are right in that regard. I'm just curious as to, I mean, are are they? Is fruit missing nutrition? What is it missing? It's missing all. Everything is missing nutrition. Our soils are depleted by you know um an unfathomable amount you know the other thing too is we practice monoculture monoculture is bad for everything uh, an apple tree is not supposed to be grown next to a thousand other apple trees they pull the same nutrients out of the soil all around and you know that's a problem it's it's not the way things are supposed to be done right well, I, I wouldn't recommend to anybody to become a fruitarian. You know, I think it has its place. I mean, either. I think it has its yeah, place for, for a temporary thing, but that's it. Yeah. But 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 I will differentiate the, the, the good carbs and the bad carbs, certainly. Yeah, but are you talking yeah. about high high glycemic index or low glycemic index? Is that what you're talking about, high Good and bad carbs? Is that what you're yes. describing? Yeah. yeah, good and bad carbs. Yeah, absolutely. So it's the glycemic like, index. How fast yes. they're absorbed into the bloodstream. Right, yeah, okay. Indeed. Yeah, these yeah. are all things that type 1 diabetics need to know. 100%. The average I mean, no idea. Yeah, the average yeah. person doesn't know what we're talking about. Yeah, it's like, it's like, hey, like if you want an apple, eat an apple. Don't drink an apple. You know, now, are you are you guys differentiating between apple juice you buy at the store and fresh yes. well, first, juice? The apple, well, nobody squeezes. I don't think anyone I know squeezes their apples. And pardon, yeah, the, <laughs> no one is squeezing apples for apple know. juice. The apple well, juice you buy at the My store is not it. even apple juice. It's just sugar. It's sugar so, flavor. It's apple so, flavored sugar water. It's well, not even apple. What I'm talking about, when I'm, I'm mentioning this drinking orange juice, I'm mentioning specifically using a masticating juicer. Yeah, I know. But nobody is My doing that either. My buddy Beans does it. Yeah. What would you say, Benoit? Because he said that uh, apple juice had worm in it. So they say no apple juice manufacturer will ever check if there is worm in the apple. So on that principle, we never bring something to After the break. Well, After the break. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hi, I'm Jeff from Atlanta, and you're listening to Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. Hey, which witchcraft bailed? Sure. Hey, we're Say back. again? Um, no, I, was I was talking the truth. Um, we we had a buddy bail on a project together, but it's unfortunate. But it actually is good because he he was being caused more stress by it than he was helping. All right. 
Did you say checking for worms in apple juice? Is that what you said, Benoit? Yeah, I said my grandfather never drank apple juice because of the worm. He always told me that there was worm in apple juice because nobody will check the apple when they press it to make juice. Oh, but Klaus Schwab says we should eat the bugs. Yeah, my grandfather will have probably ate Klaus Schwab. He died a little bit. I think he was already in the picture, but uh, he probably didn't know <laughs> everything about the Schwab project back then. Yeah, all right, okay. Yeah, but I would say fruit drinks, fruit juices are just sugar water with flavor in yeah. North America anyway. Yes, most of them are made of juice concentrate, so it's not good anyway. It's really hard and costly to find a decent fruit juice that is out of uh, present fruits and only that. Yeah. There, there's, there's all kinds of stores called, there's booster juice and juicing places. They use real, they use real fruit. I've watched them do it. And um, I just don't think it's a great way to deliver uh, fruits. You should eat them. Because you can't, I don't know if you can overeat bananas, for instance, because your body just won't let you. Yeah. It will, it will just, it will just say that's enough. But, yeah, same with apples, I'm guessing. So here's an interesting thing. When Beans was doing his uh, fruit juice fasts, um, you know, he went through many different fruits. He would usually do one at a time. So he wouldn't be drinking multiple fruits a day. He said he felt much fuller, much more quickly do I on grape juice compared to watermelon juice. Yeah. Well, watermelon juice is really watery. It's just sure. Water. It's, just, it's just funny thinking about being full on juice. Yeah. Why didn't he eat the grapes? Um, you do a juice fast for specific reasons, like to eject mucoid plaque. I mean, if you're using any type of fiber during that time, it's work your your gut has to do and it can't focus on um um you know manipulating itself and uh getting the um the moisture to the mucoid plaque. And beans documented what came out of him and it was it was unbelievable stuff. Even after he like got very lean and Looking good. I mean, his before and after picture on a 90 day fruit fast. I, not to insult him, but I think you think this is fair. He went like he looked like a drug addict and he looked like a model at the end of it. His skin was bright. His hair looked better. It was amazing. So on his second one, he took a liver cleanse and it looked like a whole bunch of gravel came out of him. It was amazing. Did he take pictures or what? Oh yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah, he took pictures. It's all documented in my server. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, no, there's no tend to look like a drug addict these days. Um, you know, he uh, he he had some uh, fun party times. He came from a place with, like, uh, you know, it was a little bit rougher living as far as uh, there wasn't much to do. He said as much to me, and um, you know, he turned his life life around and just the, the before and after pictures. Uh, they're 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 stark and um, they're shocking. I have a question for you. What sure. do you think of getting a colonic? Because the thing is that I'm eating not not every day, but sometimes I'm eating those this terrible prison food, and I'm considering when I get out of there, which will not be as soon as I think. But 
I'm going to get a colony just to explain everything from my body. Yeah, I, mean, I don't see any any like you know uh, major downsides to it. I think that um you know I've spoken to Beads about it. I believe he got one. I think ultimately it's um you're kind of like it's like a band aid to the bigger problem. And the bigger problem is you you we all have uh, the same stuff drier, harder, and more difficult to get out higher up in our intestinal tract. Tracks, and the only way to get it out is, you know, to do something more extreme. Um, not that there's more extreme than a colonic, but um, more extreme than, um, you know, uh, just taking taking a cleanse. You you have to do something closer to like a fruit juice fast. And I, I think I'm going to be doing one, like maybe starting late spring. Um, does that answer? I have more to say, but does that answer the question? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely, just that I'm, I'm feeling that I have so many old pieces of food stuck in my gut. Oh, I bet. I, I bet. Yeah, so one of the things that Beans and I talked about was bowel transit time, right? That's a good indicator of how clean your gut is. Um, and I, 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 he, he struggled to accept that me not doing a fruit juice fast, I was able to get this clean. But in my uh, life, about 20... I don't know, 21, maybe halfway through my 20th year, till about 34, I ate really, really clean. And I, I had about this you know, close to 14 years. And I had about seven years of like really, really clean obsessively and about seven years like not so, but it was still pretty clean. And if I hadn't eaten and my stomach was empty and I ate like some steak and broccoli, I would, it would come out in just over two hours. Wow. I don't, I don't, that's crazy. Now, now that's like, you know, again, again, I'm completely empty and that's a real fast transit time. Right. And, you know, sometimes it would be three, but that was the average. It was about two and a half hours. And when people would say six, I like, I, I remember talking to people on forums about weightlifting and like six, I'm like, that's crazy. I know that doesn't happen because I don't eat broccoli at every meal and I see it come out. Now, but again, that, that's after years of eating. What does, I, what does I, broccoli I, look like coming out? I've never seen broccoli. Well, well see, this is when you're that clean, things are different. I've seen corn and beets, but that's about it. When when you're when you eat that clean and there's not mucoid plaque uh, coming out with every shit, things are just different. Oh um, my god! Yeah, I mean, you have a little bit coming out with every shit, and you have more getting stuck there. Um, when this conversation is grossing me out, so hey, let's say hi to Viking Helga. I invited Viking Helga years, to come in. Five years of zero processed food. <laughs> hi, Viking Helga from Brazil. Hi, Viking Helga from Brazil. Wonderful. Welcome to the chat. You can unmute if you want. Actually, maybe she's. Is is she um, muted by the new problem with the permissions? Yeah, is she voice verified. You know, it's possible. Some, it's possible. I'm heading there to fix it. Now. There's some problem with uh, voice verified. Doesn't work. Oh, jeez. As you usual, can't ever, some, you can, Yeah, Discord's a real pain in the butt sometimes. But yeah, she might. Might. Yeah, it's not working. I don't know what it is. Maybe we can uh, uh, try it out in the not a live stream. See if we can get it working. Yeah. 
wild times is he's gonna he's fixed the last two guys that came in. Uh, Neil, what um, are you are you on a pump or on the sensor at all? Or are you just doing it the old fashioned no. way still? Yeah, I'm still doing it the old fashioned way. Yeah, I. Uh, how often? Only... How often are you in your um, in the green zone? I don't know, man. I when when I show up to go to my doctor's visit lately, it's been I've had a low A one C, but uh, oh, yeah. um, how low is low? What number? Well, for me, it's like for me, it's like seven something. I went over that's there, low. I and I had a seven four. Yeah, that's the lowest I've ever been, at least. What are they? Do, I think they want you about. Could you get to 5.8? Yeah, it's doable, but that's strict dieting. Yeah, okay. I wasn't sure. I'm not sure. I think um, high sixes, low sevens is pretty good, I guess. Yeah, it's it's doable. It's the it's the good but could do better range. Yeah. Do you think that's the cause of your, your vision problem? It's one, yeah. It's definitely like eighty percent of the problem. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, damn. So yeah, so if what I can you do, if I can is, fix is, that, you, do you have some uh, big, big swings? Do you have some? Um, do you have some high and low graphs? Or are you steady? No, yeah, I do. Yeah, you know, I. I, uh, well, you don't have graphs. You don't have graphs because you don't have actually, a sensor, so you really can't see that, can you? Actually, no. I could plug in my uh, my tester at the doctor's office, and they could graph it. And I could look at the graphs myself too. I could log in and use a URL. Well, how often do you How often do you test though? I test four or five times a day. Right. What's the reason you you don't have a sensor? Uh, well, it it costs money. That's the thing about yeah. all, all all of these new pieces of equipment. Even even if you have the government helping you pay for some of these products, you still have to pay for these supplies. And not only yeah. that, you got to pay. Two or three times a month for these supplies for the uh, continuous glucose monitor uh, freestyle libre. You still you yeah. still need to buy the supplies. So you what ha- do you got to buy? I, mean, uh, I don't know what it is. I think it's like something like along the lines of like a needle or something. No, Hi. the sensor has the needle in it. Hi, Helga. Can you hear me? Yes. Can yeah. you hear us? Yes. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome, Helga. Thank you. We're just talking about um, type 1 diabetes and the supplies we created. All right, awesome. Okay. Yeah, yeah well, the sensor is... I wish I could remember, but the sensor is about... Um, oh, I can't remember how much a month it is right now to think about it. I know the pump is... The pump is 600 a month. Yeah, that's literally impossible for anybody 
and to middle to lower income to be able to afford that at a I mean, that's, that's almost an apartment. Literally. No, I yeah. know. I know the pump is six hundred a month. I wanna say the sensors are maybe four hundred a month. Yeah, dude. So to me know, that's not worth it. No, I know. I know. I'd be it's I'd terrible be, that you have to make be, that decision because they are life changing devices. They are they are life changing. And and we were talking last call about how do you know when you go hypoglycemic at night and you say your wife is your alarm, which is not a good thing when you're at that stage. So it's oh, terrible. Yeah. I feel bad for you. I really feel I really feel bad for you. It is what it is, man. We're all born with something, man. So. How often do you go hypo at night? How many times a month? Yeah, see, that's that's one of the problems that I was telling you about 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 my eyesight. Yeah, but how many times do you go hypo at night? A month? How many times a month? I don't know. Probably right now, it's probably about three or four. Yeah, you see that that I I would I would say that these the lows and the highs are extremely dangerous, and um, that, I think that's probably causing ton, the majority of your problem. Oh yeah, no, and I, that's I, the I thing without without continuous agree. monitoring, you have no way of knowing until it's until you're in the danger zone. This is this is what I think um, hurts. And has hurt diabetics in the past. Without yeah, this, there's no, there's no way you can continuously monitor your glucose without a sensor. It just, it's just yeah. not going to happen because you got to hurt yourself every time. And yeah. nobody, nobody normal, everyone averts pain all day long. That's 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 what we do. So, for you to hurt your, to you for you to not monitor is just a normal thing. Because you just don't want to hurt yourself, even if it doesn't really hurt, it still hurts a little bit. So people just don't do it. So yeah, yeah see, crazy. the the the, mon- the monitor would be worth it in itself, but it's the fact that you got to continuously pay a month for the supplies, and uh, you know, insurance is. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure if you found a really good insurance company, you might be able to get a little bit cheaper, but not a whole lot. Yeah, I don't know. I have, yeah, it's really bad, really bad. But hey, they'll pay for your COVID shot. That's free. Oh yeah, actually, they used to have it where uh, they they give you some donuts too. Yeah, free donuts. Yeah, that that's what every diabetic wants. A donut. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Right? Give me a donut to send me send me to the moon and then I have to try and wrestle my glucose back down to the normal range. I don't think so. Yep. Sounds like a diabetic nightmare. Yes. Yeah, Allegedly, the Swiss government is throwing away millions of doses of the COVID shot while continuing to order, ordering more and more. While they ask me for a stupid amount of money to get out of jail. Consider that. 
I pay the them to buy vaccine that they throw away. But then they cannot give me a break anytime. Yeah, it's not about the money ever. Hey, Viking, uh, how's things in Brazil? Welcome back. Thank you. Very boring. <laughs> I heard one thing about Brazilians I'd never heard before on the No Agenda show. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell it to you, and you can okay. tell me if it's right or wrong. Okay. And they were talking. They were talking about how the country of Brazil came about, and allegedly the um, the Spanish and the Portuguese, when they were dividing up South America, the Spanish said to the Portuguese, "Wherever, whatever areas of South America that you have been to, we will give to you." So the Portuguese just lied and said that they were all throughout northern South America. And that's why Brazil is so big. And he was saying that Brazilians are some of the biggest liars in the world. <laughs> so I wanted, I've never heard that before, but I thought I'd ask a Brazilian uh, the question directly. So what, what is the truth? Yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't know about that, but... Um... I would say Brazilians are, uh, they joke a lot. So if you ask a stupid question, you will get a, a joke answer in return. And if you believe the joke, then it's on you. You yeah. know, it's like, it's exactly like that. If you say, oh, okay, I'll give you everywhere you went to. Oh, okay, I went all over yeah. this place. This would be very normal. But, uh, yeah. but they don't think that. It's so stupid. They don't think you will believe it. If you believe it, then right. then you're just dumb. Your I mean, yeah, it's your problem. Yeah. It's really because it's so outrageous and so right. yeah. They joke a lot, and if you're a very serious person who can't understand their joking, then you will think they're lying. But it's really right. not. It's such a blatant lie in your face that you should should clue in that they are just just joking i mean so it's all a joke they're not really liars they're just joking around they joke a lot yes if you're if you're serious if you're a very serious person and you don't have a sense of humor don't come to brazil you won't understand what's going on at all is it is it sarcasm then as is that what is that the kind of joking we're talking about? They're just very no, sarcastic. No, it's not. No, no, it's it's not in bad faith. It's just it's it's like ask a stupid question, get a stupid answer. It's like that. And if you if you take it seriously, Europe, uh, Europeans have a hard time when they come here. Uh, Americans fit right in because I think in the U.S. people joke a lot, like we joke here. But Europeans have a hard time because people are they very serious. They don't get serious. the joke. They don't get the joke. Yeah. In the beginning, they, they are very confused because they don't guess that this is normal. After the break, hold, hold that. This is Waterman Chris. Madeira Lisette. I'm Roller. Uninstall Media. Zach Cubbers on Tassel. You are listening to Fakeologist Radio at fakeologist.com. And we're back. Viking Helga from Brazil. Wild Times from Maryland. Neil from Colorado. Benoit from Geneva, Switzerland. Fakeologist from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. What a chat today. 
Um, Brazilians are jokesters. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, about the diabetic thing, we have free uh, free health care for that here. For some conditions, it's completely free. So if you have a hard time, just come to Brazil and you can <laughs> you can measure your your glycemic index every day for free and oh, get your good. meds for free. Yeah, they have what some. Is, um... What's the state of the clot shot down there? What's going on? Uh, What's Lulu so, doing? Uh, he's not doing anything. Uh, COVID um, practically disappeared when he got elected. Since uh, the 1st of January, no one talks about it anymore. But they are now distributing this uh, shot to babies and toddlers. So I think this is, will go on for a long time. Um, masks are still mandatory in buses and trains. Oh, God. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Even even uh, city buses, you know, normal, normal buses. So everyone um, walks around with their mask dangling from their ear and then go on the bus and put it on. It's ridiculous. And we still have very crazy people driving alone in a car with the mask on. And it's the brainwashing worked. Uh, we have a lot of very scared people here about the virus. No. It's it's a it's a, such a weird. Um, it's very weird when you pop out of the illusion and you see everyone else still in it. Uh -huh. Lulu said that uh, if you don't get the clot shot, you can't get any benefits from the government. Is that true? No. Yeah, he said it. He he's been he's been saying a lot of of dumb things on the media, and I think it's just a rerun of the Biden show. Okay. Yeah. Because Biden does that too, right? He goes on on television. I don't know even if this guy is is a uh, is a person, but. He goes on television and says a lot of stuff, and then everyone uh, discusses that for a month or so, and then he says another stupid thing. And here it's more or less the same. We are entering this phase of the of the soap opera. Um, we are not uh, running the um, died suddenly yet. This will come later, I think. Because we're still distributing the vaccines for the for the kids, and so I think this has to end first, and then and then they will start to to run this part of the psyop. No, Habit asked me earlier, "Is anything new in my life?" I, I, you guys hold on to your hats here. You know, sit down if you're not sitting. Um, I, in another server, I saw this this morning. It's 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 profound. The people in Ohio near that train, they're getting a rash. I mean, a rash. They, they, they take over the whole world. Huh? What a surprise. Oh, I, I know. I know. Like, these people in the server, they were flipping out. Oh, my God. It's starting. I'm like, guys, the article says they're getting a rash. Holy shit. A rash. Of course. A train just burned, you know, through the town with chemicals. People are going to get a rash, idiots. In, in all honesty, all those people should have left long ago. I mean, if you are still there to get a rush, 
He's either that you are complete, if you are poor, whatever, get a tent, go in the forest, or wherever you want, but get the fuck out of this place, as far as you can, you can afford. If you get relative in another state, go there. At a certain point, people get to take care of themselves, and if they don't, in the end, it's on them. Even yeah. if the government is lying or everything. That's a really good point. You know, I didn't even really think like that. I was, I was thinking differently. But yeah, um, why, why are they still there? It's time to go visit your, you know, your, your sister two states away and, and take, take a couple of weeks away from this area while they clean it up. Um, and you know, yeah, and, all- get, uh, and get everything reported to a doctor and uh, attested to so then you can make some juicy money from a lawsuit later on. Yeah, and you know, this is just one more thing. I, I was, I'm not like, if I get into a conversation with those guys anymore, because I kind of laughed at them already. I'm just gonna like, what, well, what else can they do that you'll believe? How many years? It's decade after decade. You know, instead of a train, it's a plane. Instead of a plane, it's a car. Instead of a car, it's a whatever. People still pay attention to this, like it's relevant. How much bullshit yeah, has yeah. all in your head before you realize it smells? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if it happened. This so-called. I, I'm leaning towards not. <laughs> you know, the only. Um, I have a friend that's high, high, in very high level uh, rail. Um, call him an operator. He's a uh, security. Uh, he works for the competitor, but they have an, an interoperability agreement. Um, yeah. Yeah, and so he gave me the rundown about, and I have it all in writing so that people want to hear about it, but he gave me the rundown about what actually would happen. He said they pulled 20 cars a day in his company off the rails for similar inspections for failure for that part. He, he just said that if it was his company, he would know for sure, but he can't know for sure, but they did have to reroute some trains away from that area. That's all he knows. What was the part that failed? Um, it was a bear, a bearing journal, I think I said. And you know, right, so it so it heated up, caused a fire. But it caused a der- it caused a derailment, which then no, it caused it. a derailment. That's right, right, right. Yeah, and he said in his uh, his twenty years in the business, twenty plus, he's seen like maybe three times that he's been on a twenty four hour shift and there's been no derailment. There's always like you know, there's three a day. But there's there's low speed, you know. They happen, um, like you know, not when they're going full speed, because usually by that point they're yeah. expected that everything's working. Yeah. And 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 yeah, exactly. So if the brakes failed or uh, the bearing seized, then it, it would derail at low speed. And these these um these tanks, they got to be really thick steel, so they're not going to just pierce. <laughs> And start leaking, are they? If they roll over, you don't know. But like, uh, if you, I think if you built them impenetrable, they wouldn't be able to carry anything. Okay, but uh, the the guy said that trains had to be rerouted. Just that, right? I mean, I I can do that. I have this all in writing. If you guys want me to read it, okay. All right, so I'm, I'm going to say blank where there's redaction. So blank and blank of the companies have an interoperability agreement. We run our trains on their tracks, and they run their trains on our tracks all day, every day. Right. The failed bearing right. journal, 
that caused that. This is long. I mean, I don't know how much you want to hear. It'll, it'll we'll tell you when to stop. All right. So the failed the failed uh, journal Barry in here. Let me switch to something where I can read this easier, so I can be faster. Um, you know, he he's real fact based though. There's not there's no fluff here. Oh, um, he knows what he's doing. Um, where is my spare server? Okay, there we go. All right, blank and blank. I mean, probability agreement. Um, the failed journal bearing, journal or bearing that caused the derailment happens every day, all day to multiple, multiple trains. We have over a thousand defect detectors, as we call them, across our system alone. We stop 20 to 30 trains a day on average for similar, other, and worse defects, all of which could easily cause a derailment. We also carry the same hazmat material. Period. Nearly every train except passenger has hazmat in it, meaning any derailment has the possibility to be this bad. We derail trains every day. On one of the line items on my 24-hour state of the railroad report I produce every morning, uh, one of the line items is that uh, every morning. So there are three on it right now. The majority are fortunately minor and uneventful, but they happen every single day. Only a handful of my on-duty days has passed without a single derailment in 24 hours. On that same day, I was on duty that morning, and we had a similar derailment in Philadelphia. Asthmatic cars on the ground, no fire though, no leaks. Cleaned up, back in business in a few hours later. When I saw the derailment on the news in Ohio, I had first thought, oh shit, that is ours. But since I had gotten off duty, it was still being cleaned up. Later learned that evening when I went back that it was blanks, meaning the other companies. It was Norfolk. You could say Norfolk. I, you know, when I redacted this, I redacted it because he gave me a really thorough explanation. I took out anything that was specific to either company, just just because I was being thorough. There's only and about I, three companies, are there not? It's not like it's hard to figure out. Um, yeah, but if I try, if I if I start talking about the two, you know, the one, right? Right. I don't want to triangulate him. And then, and then later on in this, he said, this person got fired from our company for fucking up, and she's now their head of something. I'm about to read that right now. So when I went through to redact it, I, he, he said I could share this, um, but he said remove this and this. I said, man, I'm redacting it completely. So that's what it is. As far as what I know, it's real. Had it been ours, I could know for sure. I know we have had to reroute trains around the area. The circumstances that caused it all seem plausible to me. I also know blank, while regarded as the same as us, that's the company, that does not run their company with the same attention to detail. Their position, name, so like CEO, whatever, about us, Sue, was fired from our company. So I also find the accusations of internal corruption and not adhering to safety protocols also plausible from what I know happens behind the scenes in our company. I had no reason to question it until people started talking about the movie, which is suspicious, Although I think it's a different town, but nearby in the movie, and the and people from the from East Palestine were extras in it. From what I read, from my perspective, the outrage about the chemicals involved and the environment and cancer and all that is a bit over the top. For example, I saw a picture on Reddit of the wreckage after the fire was put out, and people in uh, high visibility clothing were walking around. Reddit was saying stuff like comparing those guys to the the, the guys that died at Chernobyl with no hazmat gear. Saying that if only they knew how dangerous it was, these people wouldn't be walking around like that, and their employer and the government is lying to them to get out, uh, to get out there and walk around. He said, no, they know exactly what was on the train and its hazards. 
So that's about half of it. I have another big piece. <laughs> that's good. So, okay. Um, the whole the whole thing is it wasn't ours. It's them. So uh, every company can have the same um, the the same idea. So it uh, can can be anything. Can be something, but it can't be nothing. Yeah, I mean, that's what he said. He said if it was ours, I could give you pictures of it. Exactly, yeah, I know but, it but yeah. we don't know if the other companies also think it's not theirs. So they also can't know. And I mean, they're all over the news. They're all over the news. No, well, they, they've said it was Norfolk Southern's train. Yeah. Okay. They've already said so, that. But the thing is, the only thing is that they have to reroute the trains. So it's an area where, again, no one can go in and verify. Very convenient. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I, see, I see what you're saying. But, like, I just don't take what my buddy's saying to be more than what he's saying. You know, he's, he, all he's saying is, like, look, here's what I can give you. I can't yeah, really he's give giving you us clues. He's giving yeah, us enough yeah. clues that we can figure it out. Yeah, exactly. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not doubting saying, what you're... I'm not like, doubting yeah. what... I'm we not like doubting. his stuff. Keep going. Oh, you, you want me to read more? Yeah, it's good. I wish your voice was better. It's too bad you're all horse. Uh, yeah, I know. It sucks. I just tried to sit up better, so... All right, um... Let me make sure this is the... Sorry, okay, yeah, here's the big long stretch. That was about half of it. Sitting up here, so um, yeah, okay. You're you doing well. Yeah, so you're doing yeah, good. Yeah, there was a news story in the local Ohio news about it right away. Later that day, news stories were talking about the derailment. From my experience, every fiery derailment makes the national news, as did this one. I too found the mantra odd with all the posts on Reddit are you know, conspiracy about a cover up and media blackout that obviously isn't happening. I fail to understand what is pushing those narrative expect, narratives. Expect uh, officials. I probably just mean to say accept officials to say they haven't. Oh no! So I guess I missed the comma. If I fail to understand what is pushing those narratives, expect officials to say that they haven't. I, of course, have been following this situation closely since, as I mentioned, something similar could have just as easily happened at my employer. I've been engaging in some posts with some comments, I guess he means Reddit, and I've been amused by some of the disputes. One being I made a similar statement as did as I did here, that nearly every freight train is carrying hazmat. A Redditor comes along and says, no, they don't. Another says, if you think that I've got oceanfront property in Wisconsin to sell you. I want to say something with proof, but I can't. But I'm like, uh... I stare at these uh, constants all day, which is, um, you know, uh, he's out there looking at stuff that is uh, confirming hazmat when he's actually at the train yard. I, I've talked to him about that. So, yes, most of them do carry hazmat. I also think it's partially due to a misunderstanding of what is actually classified as hazmat, which is a wide range of materials that meets such qualifications. The majority of it is shipped by rail. I'm also noticing a trend regarding the comments that indicate ignorance of just how regulated this industry is. Almost the same as airlines, even more so with passenger rail. Almost all of our regulatory guidance from the FRA, the Federal Railroad Administration, much like the FAA for air traffic control, as guidance comes from the FRA. Of course, like with anything, the challenge is compliance, lack of which is caused by many things, manpower insufficiency being one of them, if not the major one. 
Point being, hardly any facet, even minor details, goes unnoticed by the FRA rulebooks. They are rules, rules of law. With personal financial liability for the individual who failed to follow, including criminal liability if death or property damage is involved. Meaning it isn't just the company held accountable to these operating rules. Every individual employee is and is liable for any failures they may be personally involved in. Beyond that, the American public is, has, American public has seemingly zero ideas, idea as to what is actually transported by rail all day, every day in this country, right through backyards, neighborhoods, small towns and big towns. I think most people must think it's their Amazon packages or something, which are also shipped by rail via UPS. And I think, yeah, I think that's it for now. Yeah, I didn't learn anything really. I, I understand rail goes through many hearts of many small towns and big towns, and uh, that's always been the challenge. That's why we had a sigh up here in Canada where there was a small town in Quebec that had a major derailment event, but I don't think it was real. But they were they the small town and the municipality and the area, even the province, they didn't want to pay to reroute the the freight lines around the town. So they just created a PSYOP, and next thing you know, they got the money to reroute the around. That's it. That was the point of that one. And I put a, I put some posts about that on my blog. It's under the words Lac Magantic. And uh, there was lots of video media fakery around that, including the explosion. They always have the fireball. That's, that's a good one to get people's attention. But I, I'm curious about if you could ask the guy, what is the normal procedure for removing hazmat well in this case every hazmat's different because it's it's a huge almost everything is hazardous including well and that's what i was going to say yeah everything has the hazmat index it's all about quantity obviously a bottle of bleach is not hazardous but a tanker of bleach is just because of what it can do you know, I know a lot about different types of chemicals. It's all about hands. limited. It's all about limited quantity. I took many hazmat courses, but the bottom line is, how do they get liquefied polyvinyl chloride out of a tanker? Is it really best to set the thing on fire with all the precipitate that could occur with the combustible? Oh, is. I mean, if, if it's not leaking, you would be better pumping it to something else. But I mean, do they set it on fire? But it's but it. How do you how do you pump out a pressurized tanker? I guess so you pump it into another pressurized tanker. I guess. Well, so. I mean, getting getting access to all that, but then they would have to have equipment to do all that. I mean, you've seen them um, tap a pressurized something before, so they could tap into the side of it, even if there's no valve. I, mean, I know they would have equipment to do that, and yeah, you would have another. Yeah, you're right. tanker. You bring a truck. You bring some. You bring some other truck tankers to the scene to uh, transfer. They guided me with psychological operations. They guided me with psyops. You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com.
we're back. Sunday, February 19th, COVID-19, 2023. Viking Helga, have you been looking into this derailment story? What do you think? I have a friend who believes it is um, everything. She believes everything she sees on the news. And so I found it very suspicious that uh, there is a movie uh, similar to it. But also, um, uh, first of all, I think it's very convenient that things are uh, rerouted when something happens in a way that no one can go there verify. This is the first thing. Uh, secondly, even if there is a spill and and it is somewhat real, it doesn't have to be um, such a disaster. They can just amplify anything. This is also something that I think we don't uh, take into consideration much. You can have a, a, a tiny tremor and suddenly they make it up as to be a big earthquake. Or you can have a yeah. small spillage, a small problem. And, uh, oh, how convenient. We have a small problem there. Let's make it bigger than it is. So uh, it's not. This is why it becomes difficult to know what is real and what is not real. Because they don't need any everything to be completely unreal it's even better if they have it um have a small thing happening so that they can have the witnesses and can have people who work there saying no i was there it was horrible and then um the news can just blow it up to the size they wanted to um so i don't i don't think everything needs to be a complete, a complete lie or a complete truth. It's just um, they have the means of turning anything you, they want into any story they want. So why bother uh, paying attention? This is my stance for the last uh, month. Why, why even bother? It's just a waste of time. We should focus yeah. on our own lives and do what we think is important and just forget about. Because now they come come about with these stupid balloons and, oh, my God, there will be aliens. I mean, really? Really? Do we have to go there? It's, it's this ridiculous. is what I said to the guys who are worried about a rash. Like, oh, a train, a rash, balloons, can they distract you with anything? Yeah, <laughs> anything. I mean... Do do they have to uh, pull out the aliens now? It's really are we going there? Isn't it ridiculous enough already? I mean, I don't know. There's a comedian, Dimitri Martin. He has a joke. He's like, uh, you know, I go to places and I write jokes because I'm a comedian. So I was sitting at the park the other day, and there's a woman trying to call a squirrel over by throwing seeds and making like clicky noises. Come here, squirrel! And the squirrel ignored her, and I looked. So apparently a squirrel has better attention span than I do. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That's funny, yeah. Either that or the squirrel was deaf. Oh, oh, but don't. You know, you might not have a sense of humor, uh, people, but he's got punchlines. Yeah. The squirrel has no sense of humor. Not a Brazilian squirrel, then. Well, when Brazilian, Brazilian squirrels make heavy metal music. I, I didn't understand, sorry. I said Brazilian squirrels, they make heavy metal music, rock music. Oh, I was just circling back to the sense of humor thing. 
Yeah, well, I was saying, Ab said the scroll doesn't have a sense of humor. I was talking about you, Ab. You did it. You might not, but you had a great punchline there. You liked it? I don't think oh. I, it was okay. Thank you. Yeah, no, Thank I mean you. it might be, it might be deaf. That was that was a very um, deadpan, uh, cheesy, but over so cheesy it's over the top. It was funny. Like, great job. All right. Well, I, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I never know what goes over and is successful, but thank you. I think you're easier to, you're easier to please. Um, yeah, I mean, I love humor, so even even the attempts, I'll I'll respect. You know, the only thing yeah. that's going to come into every piece of humor, every type of humor, is something unexpected, and that was unexpected. Yeah, that's true. Squirrel jokes. I'll have to work on them a bit more. But uh, yeah. So that's the distraction of the week, and um, yeah, the movie with the people that were going in between uh, movie extra and reality reality witnesses and movie witnesses that that's pretty hard to take when it comes to believing belief yeah, that transition uh, where they're just floating in between the movie and the reality. Yeah, uh, this, friend of mine, this friend of mine who is uh, very naive uh, with the news, she even pointed out that she saw the movie and that the accident was uh, almost like uh, exactly like what happened in the movie. I haven't seen the movie, so I can't comment on that. But then I asked her, OK, so you've seen the movie and now you see this on the news. It's the same medium. It's everything. It's the same. Why would you think one is not real and the other one is real? And she said, I don't know. I just assume it's real. So it doesn't yeah. even bother her. It doesn't even, it doesn't register. And I find this hilarious because she believes everything, really. I talk to her and I amuse myself because she believes everything. Everything that comes out, she believes and then she's very scared and 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 then she tells me that I should do a lot of things to protect me or to prepare. She's always into preparing. No, I have to do this to prepare myself, to prepare myself. And she's preparing for something every two weeks because the stories change. And uh, and she doesn't have an explanation as to why she believes what she believes. She just does. And I found this uh, astonishing because how can you process something like that and not have an explanation? explanation as to why you believe i i don't well it's easier to believe than not believe because if you believe you're being lied to it creates a large a lot of cognitive dissonance it's a big problem for a lot of people because then they don't know what to trust and it's that's a worse situation for them to but be isn't, isn't this it, but isn't it obvious that once you go to that point, once you come to that point and then you realize, oh, they're lying, then first, everything makes sense because it's just oh, sure. lies. Now, here's what happens. I found out this about recently. Um, there's a video. I don't know if I posted it in Faco, but it's everywhere uh, in my server and a few others. Um, she, she's a, The woman was an astrologer. She gives a three-minute rundown of why people don't wake up. And the bottom line is it's their place right now they have unconscious security needs that override anything that they could you know get from or want from trusting themselves and seeing the truth for what it is their desire for security 
and and for the herd to exist keeps them with the herd okay i'm i'm in uh, i'm in no delusion that i suddenly know what the truth is oh me neither me neither and a lot I, I of just, things I just about us as i'm being people. lied to and and then it's over i mean this is what i find um funny that people then gravitate to the the other thing that oh this is the truth and then it comes out it's not and then okay then this is the truth. no it's all lies stop stop looking for that it's it's not there it's not you won't find it. Just just stop everything. And I don't understand how people go on just trusting the next big thing and the next one and the next why? Well, I call it I call it the snooze button. People wake up and then they hit the snooze button. And I think my dad's a really good example. It sucks. But he is. Um he, he I tried to get him to wake up before this last election, before the COVID thing. Um, you know, neither one really happened. Now when when then when um Joe Biden got elected and then was in put in the White House, a couple of days later he came and he started talking to me at work. We worked together sometimes. And he was asking me about aliens. Because he knows I'm into fringe beliefs and conspiracy and truth, whatever. And eventually he was asking questions where I like I didn't want to give him big elaborate answers. So I was answering, but I wasn't being, you know, too verbose. And eventually I said to him, What did you see? You saw something. There's no reason you'd be asking me these questions unless you're like, holy shit, I saw something. So he didn't want to answer me. Eventually he did. And it was the, the video of Joe Biden, like, uh, um, in the, I think the state house, whatever, getting sworn in after that. There's a video of him looking all weird and looks like a cartoon. He's wearing a mask. That video freaked him out. Anyway, he goes back to sleep again, just like he has a, a billionth time. And the other day, um, something came up about somebody looking at me again or them faking something. And I was like, oh, yeah, they all wear masks up there. And he's like, what do you mean they all wear masks? So I showed him, um, you know, obvious uh, artifacts of something going on with something that all look the same of uh, the president, uh, prime minister of France, queen of England, Tom Hanks. Um, and then Camila Harris was one that had just come out that day. She's this big, weird, weird, you know, neck anomaly. It looks like they're where they're hiding a mask. And he's looking at it and like you see he's kind of freaked out. And somebody like walked by and my dad just like pointed and chuckled, like, oh, he thinks they wear masks. I'm like, oh, come on. You were into aliens a year ago and you hit the sleep button. But he's saying that. He's saying that to get out of it. Yeah, so he just reverted back to what yeah, yeah. The, one of the skills of the deceivers, I've learned this for sure. One of the skills is how they intertwine all the deceptions. When you when you believe in one deception, it dry all the other um veils, all the other curtains get pulled down with it. And I think that's that's part of their skill and that's part of the problem is that people could do one but my dad's almost 70, seeing every single veil fall, it's too traumatic. And, you know, he would rather be with the herd. Yeah, but it's a stupid herd. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> why, would, why would you? It, I because find, uh, because you're, you're, you have an unconscious need for security that overrides your, your desire to be, to find the truth, to trust yourself. You just okay. want to be secure with the herd. That's why. Yeah, I mean, it sucks. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, and I also see many people in the, I mean, truth scene. I don't know if that's the, the word, 
but then they go and say, oh, I can't, I can't talk to normal people anymore. And um, I'm not like that. Uh, I realize it's all right. It's okay. I'm fine now. And but I talk to to normal people every day because you need their perspective. It's a silly perspective, yeah. but you need where you you need to know where they are so In, that you can yeah. navigate. Yeah, I'm the same way. I listen to a normie podcast every day because I really need to know where they are in the COVID thing. No, I don't mean and... even the podcast uh, necessarily, but I, I talk to the, I have another friend who is, uh, who, who thinks uh, COVID is, is BS and the vaccine is dangerous and it's okay. So she's a, a little further along, but then she, f uh, she fell into the whole idea of the Galactic Federation and reptilians and, and she, and she looks at me with a straight face and tells me the whole story and she knows who, what politician is a reptilian and she points them out. And I find it funny because why, why would you fall in? I mean, it's so outrageous, but why would you fall into that if you realize that these people are liars? Then why would you pick another lie? And then because the truth, the truth seekers, the truth seekers of the channelers and the Galactic Federation are not like that. Yeah, of course they are very nice, <laughs> and they would never lie to your face. Yeah, I, I made a good meme. It's it's uh the wave of the hand by the Pleiadian character, and he said the Galactic. He says the Galactic Federation is battling the evil forces. Waves his hand, little shiny thing. The next one it says uh like it's it's a gif. And it says, uh, we destroyed two capital ships this week. And then we, we just, and they give his, uh, the Pleiadians got this one. You don't have to do anything. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's exactly what their message always is. I mean, like, that, I, I think it was, uh, I think it was Andrew Tate, maybe, or the one before that, where like for 30 seconds, I got caught. And I'm like, all right, that's the last one. You know, trains, balloons. If it's on TV, it's fake. We have to accept that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all it's all lies, and and it and I find it so so good that it's all lies because you can dismiss everything. You don't need to pick and choose. You don't need to pay attention anymore. It's all lies. So just go about your life and forget about these these people. Uh, I don't know why why you would continue to. Be engrossed in all of it, and and you don't have to cut any any person out of your life. You just have to have enough time to yourself so that you can come back to your own senses and then continue to live your life the best as you can in midst of this stupid fabricated chaos. I don't know. It's just what I think. I don't. I don't I think know. we You're need dead, to. You're dead on. You're dead on. I always say, if we didn't have phones, the radio station, or the TV, what of this would we actually even know is happening? I think it would be worse. Oh, no. Worse. Uh, no, up here, up here, we would know 90% less. Yes, but what, what you would uh, hear, you would have no way of finding other people that also doubt because oh, I didn't say I didn't say we don't have computers. 
Oh, but okay. I, it's, just, it's the mainstream news. You know, if we didn't okay. watch mainstream news, would we even know this is happening? No, if you don't watch it, you wouldn't. You would, oh, yeah. As long as there is one person in your circle that watches the news, you would know about it. Um, yes and no. My circle, you know, I'm in my 40s. My circle's now, unless we're in that type of mode, we don't talk about this stuff anymore because even my normie friends, they, they just consider it all a waste of time. You know, politics, they might believe it's real, but they still, like, believe it's a waste of time. And, you know, I had a, a buddy who's, who's doing well for himself the other day. He's like, you know, I don't give a shit about politics. Tomorrow. I said, oh, you? Why? He said, nothing Congress has ever done has changed my life any more significantly than any of the other government actors. He's like, yeah, maybe I'm paying 3% more taxes on some asset in Puerto Rico because of Congress. But how would I ever know? It's It's all a scam to take our time and have us, you know, watch and do nothing. And I think earlier, um, Miss Viking, you said it really well. Um, that's, uh, as far as value and I were talking about this is you can affect your local area. No whistleblower has uh, blown the whistle around the world and something happened. Our locus of control is smaller than we want it to be. With all the social media and, and the media, they give us um, the idea that we have this big access, but we don't. Even if we did, it, it doesn't filter that way. Um, truth doesn't filter that way. Fear does. Truth doesn't. And we need to just affect our local area, um, be happy with what we have, and you know, work on things close to us. And if we just didn't pay attention to any of that, um, you know, it would be a lot... Um, It'd be very funny to know how it would play out because right now I would have heard of one person dying. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I think if you don't pay attention, you live a uh, way better life. Um, and that's all they want. This entire thing is about getting our attention and keeping it. Yes, I agree. I agree. It is about getting our attention. It is about... Um, making us stuck stay stuck in one place mm. uh, physically and mentally and everything else and then they have free reign i think uh, whoever is running this this show yeah i mean i i've said it for a while now and like that i i do get you know fouled up and sometimes uh you know start believing in something and what they're doing is, is they want us waiting for an event that'll never happen Will never happen. Exactly. Exactly. It will never happen. Yeah, I mean, P. I said even this. if it does, even if something does happen, uh, it will be just the same as it always was. Uh, some big craziness like this COVID thing. Everyone around us going nuts. And um, I mean, and if you're not going nuts, then people get angry with you. This is what I've noticed. Uh, they don't. They don't think, oh, this person is not insane. Let me hear what, what this person has to say. No, they get angry. They think you're crazy because you're not freaking out. After the break. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hi, I'm Moon Harvest from the Mid-North Coast of New South Wales, Australia, and you're listening to Fakeologist Radio on fakeologist.com. And then we're back. We've got a Viking with us, Neo. I'm the fakeologist, and this is Wild Time. Sorry that I am a horse. Uh, it is the 18th, or excuse me, the 19th Sunday, February uh, uh, 19th. So uh, 
COVID-19. That's it. Yeah. Um, uh, you were saying uh, how good it, you know, that it's, uh, it's so absurd how easily it works too. And, you know, I, I, the unconscious security need, I like that explanation, but, um, you know, how do they go with it? I, I don't know. How do they eat all the stupid pills and do all the stupid shit that they do? I don't know how they do it. It's amazing. Yeah, and also it's not that secure. Uh, this is this is the thing. If you're well, it's not secure, it's not secure at all. It's it's worse. <laughs> it's worse. It's way worse. And and what I notice is if you say, you know what, I don't believe anything is really going on and nothing will happen. And because this is what I I come to believe, nothing will ever happen. I mean, no, some things, ever some some normal things happen. Um, with normal people, but these if, these big events um, will never happen. At, I always say they, they're boiling the frog. They're boiling the frog very slowly. Yeah, but but th there is no point in boiling anything. Well, so do you know the metaphor? I have two metaphors for you. Do you know boiling the frog? Yeah, I know. I know okay. But, but, okay, but. <laughs> uh, at the end of boiling the frog, the frog is dead. They they don't want that. They want to continuously keep. Uh, keep I understand. Afloat. It's like cows. They they want to milk us. But so I think boiling the frog is is a metaphor that they're not going to boil and kill the frog. But the tyranny that they um, put on us is going to increment in slow, and that's what we see. But here's the metaphor I heard yesterday for the first time, and I think this applies to the normies versus the, uh, you know, people who are outside of the herd. So it's, it's called the metaphor of the cows versus the buffalo. So they, okay. both, they both sense when a storm is coming, and eventually the cows run away, and they get tired, and the storm is, and they keep running, and they stay stuck under the storm, and, and it, it's bad for them. The buffaloes run right at the storm and run okay. right through it. And it's, and it's scary and it's terrible, but they get through it and there's lush grass and there's water and they're not tired. And that's just the two different ways they handle it. Uh, that, that's a better one. I like yeah. this one. I like this one. And, uh, but also uh, the idea that everything is going to get worse. I don't agree with that. I think nothing ever, because you can't make something way, way worse, because then no one, no one will give you the benefit of the, of the doubt anymore. So you just have to, they, I think they just want to change lanes. You know, we, we have been doing this, and now we're going to do that, and now we're going to do the other thing, and so they can harvest money from these lane changes. You know, it's like... Um... Yeah, here's the thing, though. This is something I've been saying a lot lately. It does disturb me more than a little bit that there is no fourth generation or fifth generation named people here. There's no Robert the Sixth. There's no Michael the Eighth. There's no, uh, you know, Todd the Fourth as if they're being born right now. And that bothers me, meaning that I agree with you that, that this does look like a slow lane change, but I, I still am worried that the re there is a reset because this place does seem cyclical. And I think eventually, you know, eventually the cow, the cows do die and you have to bring in new blood. That always does happen in a farm. You can't breed the same cows together forever. So, uh, it does seem like there was something that happened three or four generations ago. And I, you know, I don't know how that correlates to today exactly, 
but it does seem like that are, we're headed for a cycle with an eschaton of some point. And, um, you know, I kind of agree with you. They're not necessarily going to make it too much worse, but we're seeing, uh, you know, 5G. We're seeing crypto. Um, it, these are escalating methods of control that aren't going to make our lives better or, or keep it as good. I don't think. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think it will be a different flavor of the same thing. Yeah, but I think it's, you know, I think it's also going to have less therapy. And I'll, I'll hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Why, why will you hate it? No, 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 you get my, I'm just making a joke. Like, it'll be a different flavor, but it'll be less sweet also, because that's what oh, they okay. do with all the, all the soda. They take out the good ingredients. They, they make the bag smaller. You know, yeah, it'll be a different flavor, but, um, you know, what, what you, you have to, you have to think they have an end goal, right? What are they no. doing? What are they why? doing with all of our, with the tax that they pull off of us? What what how what use is it to them? They already own everything. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know what they're doing with it. <laughs> well, I mean, I I think to me, it seems like there's a a, a point where the the milk runs dry and they start okay. to farm over again. And I don't know if we're yeah, but, isn't, but isn't this starting it over again? I mean, if you suddenly uh, have to. Uh, spend money on carbon credits. I have a friend who is freaked out about the carbon credits. Oh my God, we won't uh, be able to buy meat. This this is silly. They just want an, um, a new market of air. So they want to... When I say we start from... over, I'm not talking about a worldwide cataclysm and a repopulation. Yeah, why? But why? Why? Why would they do because, that? Because you cannot breed the same animals together on the same farm forever. You need to eventually bring in outside blood or your genetic defects pile up. I mean, it's a standard of, of like cattle breeding or any type of breeding. You could never, a farm will never produce good genetics forever. And I look, I don't know why they have us here, but I mean, mm. you know, if we, look, if, if we look in the past, the fact that there's, the fact that I don't know, I have tw almost 20,000 patients in my practice. Mm. I don't know. What, I know that there's not a single person that's a fourth, John the fourth. Where are all the fourths? We're supposed to have a thousand years of history, and there's we can only go four generations back. So you think um, there will be some kind of end of the world type thing, and a lot of people will die? Um, no, 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 not necessarily. But I, I believe there's an eschaton of some point, sometime in the future, that doesn't okay. include doesn't include an endless, you know, paradise farm or an endless shitty farm for us. It includes something else. I mean, it might be it may take 300 years, and they just know that we'll all die off until there's 30 of us, and they repopulate. I don't know, but um, okay, that that is possible. Yeah, Why it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like they plan to. Uh, worry about our well-being forever. They're not making us healthy cows. No, but they're not doing anything. We are not being healthy cows because we don't want to be healthy cows. Yeah, no, they, they, could, offer, they could offer a path. They're making sure we have everything we can do to make it worse and worse. They, yeah, they I don't know if I, if I believe that. I don't know if I believe that. I mean... Um, you, I mean, do you think this industrial food complex, they didn't know what they were doing when they set it up and planned it? And, you know, Congress could, could these insiders, they know. 
And I mean, I know they're milking the system for the coal power, coal powered, coal fired steam engine is their thing. But you know, if they gave a shit, they could do something. They don't care. No, they don't care. But the, but you're you're not forced to eat the food they are they are giving you uh, through the industrial complex. You can still buy meat. Uh, and, and no, I know. I mean, you're right. You're right. But like, let's say someone cared, they could lean on the system to not make everything worse all the time. And they are. I mean, they're just everything's getting worse all the time according to what they want. You know, when they where they lean, and you know, if if there was a desire to make us healthier cows, we would see some ray of light somewhere here. But there's none. There's none. They just tax, tax, tax. Yeah, but I don't think I don't I don't I don't I don't uh, dispute that they want the taxes and that they take advantage. This is obvious. But I also don't think um, it, it's their rep- responsibility to make us into healthy cows. I mean, that's exactly First what the of all, I'm not a cow. Here. Second of all, uh, it, it's it's not the same thing. You you don't no. need to to no, I'm eat saying that's crap. exactly what their responsibility is in America. We delegate the, them the authority to uh, protect our rights and protect us. Well, so, I didn't delegate anything. Yeah, well, uh, I don't, you know, I don't believe supposedly. I don't believe the government is there to help me at all. No, Why would it supposedly. be? Well, because yes, that's yes, but, but they, you they wrote the, that you, down. They, they wrote it down. They're going to help us. So, so? They help. well, they wrote no, it down. I can write down legal. anything I want. Well, then it's legal. No. Why? Why would you believe that? Which Why would you believe? No, I'm joking. One of my things is today. I shot a meme every time. Everybody, I wrote on a napkin. It's legal for me to rob you. Yeah. Okay. So this is this is the point, right? Yeah. That's yeah. Point. Why? Why? Why are you? Why are you? Why do you think that the government is there to do what they say to your face that they're there to do? I'm, I don't. I don't. But what I'm saying is, if if they were just an insanely to the to a point of supernatural uh, occurrence, insanely crazy psychopathic um entity we would see some ray of light somewhere we don't the fact that it is so bent on hell and destruction it it shows that like there is no they're not even offering us an opportunity to make things better at all ever they don't want healthy cows that does that doesn't make sense for a farm at all they're killing us like permanently. They're making sure the farm will die. They don't want to farm forever, for sure. I, I feel like I see that. That's my my thoughts. Yeah, I think you're you're putting too much faith in in governments too, or whoever. I'm not, I'm not putting less faith than you are. You're saying that they're kind of neutral. You can buy meats. I'm saying they're stripping our ability to even do that. No, I'm, I'm not. I don't think. I don't think I can buy meat because the government is nice to me. I, I think I can buy meat because there is meat in the market. And I'm saying the government is going to remove that soon too. Okay, so uh, yeah, I don't believe any any of that anymore. So you think I, the government I, wants us to? They, you don't think they want us to eat insects and they're, they're going to get meat in, to make better meat in the in the stores? I don't I don't believe any of the doom of the doom and gloom anymore no I think it's it's 
the purpose is that uh, we should be scared and uh, but I, I I'm not anymore no I mean no. I I believe in the doom and gloom as far as like uh, chicken used to be uh, five or six dollars a pound now it's like eighteen so the prices of everything just tripled. I mean, that's yeah, kind of inflation. Inflation happens. Well, well I've been yeah. I mean, alive 40 years and chicken's been between three and six dollars for 40 years. Now it just tripled. That's significant. That's a significant change that affects my life every day. You know, saying that that's a doom and gloomer because I'm recognizing a, a triple of a staple product. That's not a fair characterization. And I'm not saying you did because I'm just bringing that up. But um, no, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, I understand. I understand because uh, in 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 the U.S. Uh, there has been uh, very low inflation or hardly um, any any. No, of no, it generally very. Low. Uh, yeah, I know the price of gas is ridiculous when you compare the two. But um, but I mean, I I come from a totally different uh, reality where we had hyperinflation and everything was crazy, and in the financial sector. And we still had everything we needed. So uh, it's, it's the yeah, difference between what happens in the financial market and what happens in real life. I know, but you say everything you needed. It's like, you know, I mean, everyone had to do with less nutrition because of this. No, like, no, this is this is wrong. This is totally wrong. So you're, 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 saying, that, you're saying that not a single person we had hyperinflation, and recently you're they're saying no one went without at all. That sounds a little, a little optimistic. No, it's not because uh, no, the the no structure, the, the, the underlying structure, didn't change. What changed is the just the the monetary structure. And what happens is... Um, oh, so you're, ta you're talking about the full restructuring, right? No, no. I'm talking about the hyperinflation we went through here in Brazil. And so uh, well, was, didn't they kind of have to... I'm asking, I have no clue. But it wasn't that kind of like a restructuring of the monetary system? Yes, uh, yeah, okay, local, yeah. local restructuring cool. of the monetary system. And okay. nothing, nothing changed. Uh, sure, uh, it was difficult for people to um, invest money or have or build something. But the, at the same time, this was happening. A lot of um, uh, governmental programs and uh, the banks had different kinds of products so that you could shuffle your money around in a way that uh, it um, wasn't corroded by the um, inflation. And we had a lot of gimmicks also. People uh, learn very quickly how, what to do to have their money preserved, even, even in hyperinflation. This is why you can see that happening in the financial market and still have the same underlying uh, structure, uh, normal structure, uh, products on the shelves and people living the normal lives, uh, even during hyperinflation. I won't say it's, um, it's easy to go through that because you have to uh, be very aware of all the gimmicks you can pull off to, to do it, but uh, nothing big happened, nothing very different. So, uh, I'll, are, am I saying that no one suffered because of poverty? No, but people are suffering with poverty right now. 
and we don't have hyperinflation. So the the structure, the physical structure of rich and poor and the products, everything stays the same. What happens is you have a breakdown of the financial sector and then you have to restructure that. But uh, the chickens are still there. They cost three times more, but they're still there. And you have to kill them and you have to eat them. And you can't just go without the chickens. So um, the idea that whatever happens in the financial markets will wipe out what the structure underneath, the physical structure that sustains us really, this is insanity. And people lose their shit over the financial market and don't go outside and don't look at the real physical world that is still there and nothing happened. Nothing, absolutely well, I mean, nothing happened. Well, I agree with you that the, the physical markets are different than the financial. But I, I mean, I'm, I also think that you have to look more long-term in the sense that like, um, you know, where, where you are, um, the society seemingly is a little older. Farming practices are, are different. There's not as much monoculture. There's a lot more independent farmers that are well-established. Um, you know, there's not a... A tyranny, as far as I know, the tyranny of property, property tax that's as bad as here. And, um, I'm like, I'm looking forward ahead and I'm not worried, worried, but it's, if it's, it was a concern and I, I could see us ending up or I'd be fear of us ending up some, something looking like Cuba because, you know, we have a, a cycle of hyperinflation and now all the farms are gone and nobody knows how to farm. And then you have another generation go by and all of a sudden, the shelves are empty permanently, you know, just half full. We have bread lines and, and, you know, the government gives out meat. Like if you go to Cuba, you sometimes you see that a lot more than, um, like you, you'd think you would. So yeah, I don't think there's just going to be a big event. Like, you you know, we've both mentioned, um, and I'm not like so worried. Oh, chicken three times the price. My life's over. Um, but I, I, you know, you're saying that I trust government more. I feel like I trust them less. I see a coordinated attack on us. As, um, you know, farm animals and game and we're, we're wild game to them. And the, uh, you know, just the amount of paperwork that makes up the government alone to me proves it because it's inhuman. Humans wouldn't make this stuff. They would, you know, humans would make it if they could make something else do it, but they're not doing that for fun. I mean, they're not doing it because they need money. They have the money printers. They could print the money. Um, you know, there's more to it. And I, I think it's, uh, there's gotta be an end point. It's not an endless cycle. If it were, we would, uh, we wouldn't see the, the cities under the cities. And there, you know, some one of us would know of Robert the 10th. Okay. Okay. I understand where, what you mean. Yeah. And I understand where you're at. I appreciate the, uh, the explanation. I definitely learned a bunch from it. Thank you. No, it's, it's nice. It's nice to, uh, your point of view it's also valid i just i i just feel we are in different um circumstances maybe uh and also i i think i'm a little more tired of fear (laughs) well i mean i i'm this is without a trace rochello will lose general zulo smg you are listening to Fakeologist Radio at fakeologist.com. 
and we're back on February the 19th, February uh, uh, COVID-19. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so worn out from fear because I see it all around me. It doesn't even, I'm not even there anymore. I mean, I was saying earlier, all my preps are done. I have five friends that are all preppers, martial artists, or shooters. Uh, we have waterproof maps. We have three plans, a farm plan, a boat plan, and a mountain plan in case what happens. We don't need communication to get there. We know what to do. Um, you know, it's just party and um, wait. There's no nothing else to do. So this is not a fear. I mean, this for me, this is just, this is observation. Um, I'm not scared of it. Um, I hate this place. I think life is boring. I want Terminators to walk down the street so I can shoot them. I need some targets. This is boring as shit. Um, but it, so Forrest Value made a really good explanation for us uh, on the last call. He said that um, he thinks that the grid, because that was like where I was probably being a little bit or a lot of a fear monger. I said the worst thing that could happen was the grid go down. And he said, you know, I don't even know if that would matter. I'm like, what do you mean? It's be bad. He said, well, I, I lived in Florida. We had three really bad hurricanes while I was there. And like, you know. Everybody gets together and fixes everything, and life goes back to normal. And I had a buddy that lived in uh, Coconut Grove. He lost power for 18 days. I, I've been in some, you know, situations in Maryland where we had hurricanes in us, and I thought about it, and I think he's right. I think um, the one thing is, if if a hurricane or a natural disaster like that wiped out the grid, the big difference is no one would go to work. We'd all be home. Working on home, and, and uh, that might not even matter. Even the grid could go down; still, nothing happens. Yeah, I wouldn't know about. I, I wouldn't know about that. Uh, uh, I agree. People come together. People always come together to survive. So I'm not that oh, all that worried. But I don't. I don't. And I see where you're coming from. I mean, if you're into prepping and you have your your plans uh, ready, then of course, um, of course, you will even hope for a, a breakdown. Because no, no, I don't want to break down. Oh, it's going to stop. Other, otherwise, it's it's all wasted time, right? No, I mean, no, it's none of it's wasted. I mean, it's none of it's wasted at all. There's not. See, people get overblown into prepping. Like it's you don't need. Like I'm a. I go camping. I go hiking. So okay. it's like that, that gear plus some stored food. And like that, I pack my rifles a different way. You know, I'm not bringing 40 rifles in my, that are in the gun safe, the gun safes to, to, uh, bug out. You know, like you don't, pre, you don't prep this huge, crazy thing. You, you would be going from A to B. And what people always, um, misunderstand is that, you know, prepping is only for about three months. If yeah, shit is, exactly. You can't prep for yeah. You can't prep for your, the rest of your life. Well, yeah, no shit stays down for about three months. Every, all the food will be gone, and we'll be eating wild game, we'll be eating deer. Okay. You know, in in America, um, hunters with arrows in Ohio kill a hundred uh, seventy five thousand deer tagged. They probably kill another close to half that untagged or more. more. And with rifle, they kill another seventy five thousand tagged by government tags. Okay. So there's tons of deer here. In in a month or two, um, we we'll eat the food, and then people will be hunting. And you know, you can't really prep for that long. Nobody, nobody smart preps for six months. And no, I don't want shit to break down because I'll have to end up doing something I don't want to do most likely, which is getting shot at and shooting people. But, um, <laughs> maybe, maybe everything, maybe everything will be hunky dory. 
um, you know, prepping is, is, uh, and it like, it said people overblow this, this thing. Okay. I bought some buckets of food. Soup here. <laughs> um, but you know, prepping is so you don't have to worry and you don't have to stress. And just, you know, oh, I bought, I bought four, uh, ceramic filters that are, uh, $800 each, you know, and it's like, uh, okay, if, if things go bad, um, you know, we have water to drink if you can defend it. You know, most of the time you're going to be moving. If you have a gas generator and gas and all this, people will hear it. Exactly. This is the problem, right? You can prep all you want. And if things get really bad, then I think uh, shooting will be your main concern because everyone everyone is crazy you see i don't i i'm not that concerned about what they the mythical they can do i'm more concerned about the people around me because oh, yeah. they free, they will freak out they will freak out in ways that are unpredictable to me have you so, ever watched the show the walking dead no i i so, made a point not to watch it but, so it's, uh, it's a zombie show just here one 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 sentence for you the walking dead isn't the zombies Oh, okay. It's the people. It's, it's the people. Yeah, yeah they're, they're the dangerous ones. Yeah, they are the dangerous ones because yeah. they are freaking out because they never thought about it. Well, and uh, they're the ones. They're the ones that come after to kill you with malice and intent. The zombies are just wandering around being stupid. Exactly. Exactly. So this this is it, right? So I don't. I'm. I don't think we can uh, prepare to deal with all the crazy people. This is the problem. You can have food for three months. Fine. You can have, you can hunt. Fine. You can have filters. That's okay. That's all, that's all very normal and very, uh, very good. But you will have hordes of, of crazy people if everything bre breaks down. You know, so that's, that's another thing. I don't think that's what Farce and I were saying. We won't, we might not. You very well might. I don't, I don't, I didn't understand what you said. For, for, for Farce Value and I had this conversation about the grid going down and everybody okay. getting together. Maybe there will not be hordes of people. Okay, maybe not. See, you can't, you can't prepare. This is the problem. You can prepare up to a point and then you will have to wing it. So I think it's. And this is why I also don't agree with the people that say, ah, I, I can't live. I can't talk to normal people anymore. I can't live with, uh, with normal people anymore because this, they will be the problem. So you, you should practice living amongst them and uh, making nice and, and, uh, knowing how to deal with them because they will be the problem. Nothing else will be the problem. If, if everything, anything happens, you will have to know how to deal with normal people because they will be the main hurdle. To overcome, not a lack of food or water or whatever. Sure, sure. I mean, like that's. I don't have any problem dealing with normies. That's never been an issue for me. But yeah, I just I know what to talk about and what not to talk about. Yes, exactly. And and not upset them too much, you know. Because yeah, I mean, football, football their shit very quickly. Yeah, football, the weather, and like ain't they ain't those politicians crazy? Yeah. Yeah. And you, you all, you have, you have to understand what, what they, uh, think is important to them. Because they, if, if you, if they think you don't get what is important to them, then they start hating you very fast. So, you know, I like the thing that we were saying the other day is, uh, democracy is government for the people, 
I'm of the people, by the people, and for the people, but the people are retarded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And you will have to deal with them every day. So it's. Hey, I do, I do. They're walking around, breathing my air, drinking stupid drinks, eating stupid pills, trying to crash their cars into me every day. Exactly. <laughs> they are the problem. I know, I know. I, you know. It's like uh, you can't live near them, you can't kill them. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want to kill anyone. <laughs> um, I don't know. Some of these guys, they deserve a, just a quick trip to the moon. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah, I do. I'm, I do. I'm actually very, very happy that that uh, I, I think the the structure is very well thought out. Uh, if there Completely. were only. Only intelligent people around. We will. We would kill each other. I think. But they, the stupid people, make a nice buffer. Yeah. Um, what was the? I forget the uh, the term. Like I think it was after we went quote quote went to the moon. Is like you know yeah we still haven't found intelligent life anywhere in the solar system. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I think I think there's we we are so hell bent on we have to change things that we don't see how well thought out the whole structure really is. Well, that's what I said to Ab earlier. I think or no, it wasn't you, but I said that like people can't see one thing because it it is connected to all the others. Exactly. Exactly. And that you know that's a hard thing for for us to accept and like the woman who I, I mentioned earlier who uh she she was the one to talk about unconscious security needs i think that was like i know i mentioned those those words but she uh i talked about her before you got here and she talked about how like the process that we went through for awakening how painful it is and like i i didn't have that experience at all it wasn't painful at all for me you know there was a few shocking moments but it came pretty naturally and over time where and there wasn't, you know, any big, oh, my God, I'm getting scared moment. It was just, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, for me, it, uh, it, was, it was worse before. I'm really happy I'm, uh, I popped out of the, of the illusion. It's, it's much better on the other side. When you know it's lies, you don't get upset and you don't pay that much attention and you have a lot of time to yourself. It was very, it, it was really a nice, nice experience to, to be able to look and say, oh, okay, it was just lies. So I was, was being lied to and it was very logical. And I, I liked the sensation. It was good. Uh, I wasn't even angry that they were lying to me. It's just, I was happy. I, I didn't figure it out by myself, everything. But I was happy that I was bothered by it so much that I looked up answers until I find out it's just all lies. Yes. No, bef before, when I, I didn't know, I didn't understand it was all lies, things didn't make sense, and I felt bad uh, every day because I was trying to figure out, and it was very draining, because you try to figure out why, why is everything so messed up, and um, why nothing makes sense, and you're, you're in your head, 
every day, all day long. But the moment I fi- I figure out with the help even of of the psychologist uh, website and the uh, September clues and then dark side papers and all the people that uh, talk about these things that it's all lies. Then the moment this explanation uh, was available, then I felt like okay. Then the feeling that everything was. Uh, was wrong was right so i was not feeling bad that everything was lies i was actually very happy i'm still very happy that everything is all just lies because i don't have to feel crazy anymore i was going nuts trying to figure out the logic of it there's no logic it's just lies so it's okay it's fine now i'm happy so I just don't participate in the lies and I can go about my life. I feel a little bit bad that I wasted so much time trying to figure out what is impossible to figure out because it's illogical. And and okay, but I'm happy I'm out of it now. So I don't understand why people get all frustrated with, with this. I think it's very good news and I'm happy. This is about it. Yeah, I think a lot of people, well, you know, part of the painful process uh, for them is going through what a lot of us went through. And, um, yeah, and I didn't do it. I, I, I know most people did it much worse than me. I, I had very minimal, um, issues with this, but is they alienate a lot of their friends and their family by, you know, becoming the conspiracy guy and, you know, the sky is falling, the sky is falling and, you know, people move away from them because of that. And I didn't really do a lot of that. So, you know, that wasn't part of my painful process. There was a few things that were, um, you know, a little bit more shocking than others. And I think my only panic was like, I have to research better just to to know. Like you said, I, I spent so much time trying to know something that's probably not knowable. And, you know, other than that, it was, I was happy the whole time. Like, oh, okay. But, but at one point, you know, 9-11, for instance, I didn't question it. At first, you know, and when I didn't question it, it made sense. And that was that. But as soon as I started to see the holes in it, like, it was a little bit like, nah, I really need to figure this out. Because that doesn't work like that. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I I also didn't go about uh, trying to convince anyone. And so I think you're right. A lot of the pain people describe maybe is trying to wake up other people. I don't do that. I don't do that at all. I talk to I talk to my friends and if they say, oh, you're crazy, then I just laugh it off because it doesn't really matter if they're happy uh, believing the lies. I mean, I, I, I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy at all when I was uh, presented with the lies and, and didn't know they were lying. Uh, I, I I still thought there had to be a way to know what was going on and what the truth was and um, and that made me made me miserable for years on end. But this the moment I I accepted that it's just lies. Um, I was I I didn't have any pain. It was exactly the opposite. I felt uh, light and happy and. 
Uh, and so I don't go back to my friends and say, look what they're doing to us. No, it's okay. They're just lying. And you should, we should be able to figure out. I think this is the, this is the point. This is why I also think uh, the people who are lying to us do not care because they look at us and say, well, if they're stupid enough to believe, it's not my fault. They, yeah, of course. And uh, I think this is our responsibility is just figure out they're lying. And once you did that, then you're done. This is this was your job. What uh, what I think about is, OK, once you figure out they're lying, what then? Because um, just choose picking and choosing another truth or another version of of a story doesn't seem logical to me anymore. Why then? Oh. Uh, start to believe a whole other load of crap. This doesn't, I, I don't, I don't like this at all. And well, I oh, haven't found, I don't yeah, I don't, I haven't found many people who made this transition. Um, a lot you of know, people we're, I know. We're fighting it right now when we talk to people about flat earth or the globe. Right. And um, whether you believe in flat earth or not, most people are coming to in the truth side of things or admitting the globe makes less sense in a lot of ways. Right. So when we talk to globe people, we'll, we'll point out a problem that their model has, that the, the model they believe has. They'll immediately say, well, how do you solve that? Where's your model? Where's your map that, that works? Like we look, we don't need to have something to substitute for something when something is proven false. Exactly. You don't. You don't need. You don't need another another bedtime story. You don't need that. And also, uh, uh, everything come comes in in two versions. Either you're a flat earther or you are a globe earther. No, this doesn't work like that. It, there there aren't just two options to everything. Uh, you can just say I don't think this part of the story is true. And this is the end of it. You don't need to put something there and much less you don't have to put something that is the opposite there. You just don't believe that and that's it. It's done. Yeah. You're done. Um, um, the, uh, so that's the thing I've asked, I've asked everybody is that like, why does a shape have to apply to Earth? Why? And, you know, they don't like it because that totally breaks their head up about... Oh, I mean, it has to be a shape, right? Well, why? Why does it have to be a shape? Yeah, I, I think before you determine what this thing is, then why why would you argue about the shape of the thing? It's you don't even know what it is. I mean, I I have words for it, right? But I don't know if they're right. And it still, you know, doesn't need a shape. But well, of course it needs a shape because people think about shapes. I mean, it's just ridiculous. So when you said something about them lying, I know I posted this recently somewhere, and I have it here. It's the quote from Alexander uh, uh, Solzhenitsyn. Solzhenitsyn. Um, we know they're lying. They know they're lying. They know that we know they are lying. We know that they know that we know they are lying, and they still continue to lie. Yeah, but I don't think uh, the majority of people has reached that point yet. Oh and no, is, God, God! And this no. is why this is why they continue to lie because it works. This is the thing, right? It works. It works, and it works better than than actual actual tyranny, actual violence. It works better than actual violence. 
after the break. You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. All right, since nobody else is going to bump ourselves like we're back on February COVID-19, we have a very nice Viking with us, Wild Times here, and I believe there is some Matrix Neo in the house. The Fakeologist might join us shortly. And um, we were saying that... um, uh, I had something in response to that. Um, that they no, they're not there yet, not even close. Um, and I don't know that they'll ever get there. I think that the the sheep love their slavery, and I think that's the quote: is that uh, there's no man more hopelessly enslaved than one who does not know he is not free. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but th- this is the thing, right? Let's say you. Let's say you have to. Um, you have to manage, um, let's say, 200 uh, million people. That's your job. You have to manage these people. Uh, what, will, what will you do? I, I will do a good job. I do a great job. I do best job. Yeah, but see... No, I mean, no, I, no. So I was talking yesterday about there is such big inherent problems when you get a, when working from with people to people when you're working above Dunbar's number. So above 150, it's a clusterfuck. Exactly. So you have to you have to make sure everyone stays more or less um, the same and doesn't upset the whole structure. And so uh, whoever is running this figured out. Well, I'll just um, tell a lot of stories and make the people go from one story to the next. And so they will be always occupied with something. And they won't have any crazy shit ideas, and so they will stay calm and have something to do. Or they will, and, or they will be, be not calm and fearful and stay exactly the same place anyway. Anyway, yes, exactly. So, um, and it works. I'm clapping it my hands. Works. I'm giving you a golf clap. That was beautiful. Exactly. Exactly. And it and it works. And I think it works better than actually putting people. Uh, there to forcefully make people afraid and actual tyranny. You know, this oh, is sure. makeup tyranny. So we, know, there, there we still a, can go on the internet and and uh, bitch about the government and say, oh, they are and, so and, bad. And we can post cats too. We can post cats. Exactly. We can, you know, we can uh, have fun with memes and, and it, they don't care about all that because they're keeping us busy. They make us and think so, that they care by like censoring this guy or doing that. But they Exactly. All, yeah. Just all show because they, they censor one platform and then another one grows and they own everything. So it doesn't really matter what grows and what goes under. It's not suspicious at all that it was just waiting right there. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Um, so why 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 get angry or why why think it's necessarily uh, uh, a bad idea? I think it's still better than actual tyranny. I, just, I forget. Sorry. Okay. Oh, say it, please. I just I forget who said it, but I read a quote from like a dictator or something or a banker. He said, uh, "I can hire." one half of the working class to kill the other half of the working class. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that wouldn't be very it would be very efficient, but not not very good in the long run. So yeah, but he's, uh, he's not he's not as wrong as I want him to be. Yeah, yeah. So I think, um, and what I what I wish happened, uh, which I don't think will, is people, uh, lots of people. Which I this is why I don't think it will ever happen, but. Um, I wish it would be, it would come a time where people would come to this point where they know they're lying and then, uh, the whole thing lost its power over, over the, um, the majority of us. Because, this yeah, but then, but then what? Serious question. But then what? What would change? Yeah, I don't know, but it would be something new at least. Sure, I sure. I mean, my, my contention is there's two things that really keep us slaves in, in America anyway. The two main things are the labor tax, or they call it um, income, and property tax. We can't own property. Yeah, it's, a, it's like that uh, uh, around the, the world, right? Every, every place is like that. It's just the illusion that you own things. It's not, you, you don't really own things. Yeah, I, and, and so... You know, we have to choose what's in the world that we want. I mean, the big the big problem about having no ownership about anything, it means you don't own your body. Oh, but how come you don't own your body? I don't well, so so labor tax, the income tax, right? And it's, so these are these are the deceptions of the words. You know, the tax that that Americans pay on their salary. Okay. Is, it's, it's a labor tax. It's, it's called income, but it's not. It's a labor tax. So that okay. means that I get money renumerated. You know, there's a difference between investing in, in a, um, a stock fund and it's capital gains. And then if somebody pays me to dig a ditch, right? It's okay. different. So if, if somebody can tax the ditch money, that means they own my body more than I do because they're taking first claim on the money. Ah, okay. So, okay. Yeah. The, the, the problem, the problem I have with this, con this, this conversation is that, uh, it's again about, about the, uh, financial system. Oh, but here, let me make it, let me make it simple though. Co the, the corporate income tax the same way is legal and constitutional because you're going to the government and you want the protection of a corporation, right? So, okay. so that's legal. It does exist. They just put that shit on people too. And then property taxes, something. If we want to own property and not have, you know, have the government say you can't own this, you know, the, that's again, we have to decide what type of world we live in. And, um, I, I get frustrated sometimes, like with Fars Value, I did because the people say they're, oh, we can't be all, all focused on the details. We got to fix the big things. Well, we can't fix. The big things with shit details at the end because it just won't work. And these um, anarchists and libertarians that don't want any government, they pretend there's no property disputes. They pretend there's no blood feuds. This shit will happen if we don't have something. And just try to think that there's a magic fairy of no government coming down and we can do it and it'll happen. I, I don't like that as a plan, as a primary plan anyway. <laughs> I feel like it's, it's a little intellectually lazy. Okay, so but uh, but the problem with uh, conflating the the financial system with the with the real with the reality is that uh, okay, if you um, dig a ditch for someone else, 
then you have to pay taxes on the money you get from this other person. But you should not have to. That means okay. that means okay. that means but that somebody you, else owns your body at a higher level than you do. Okay. Because okay. Yeah. No, no, because because what we are talking about is that they take your money. They take your money. If, if, if it's money traded for labor, that okay. means you're using your body to get it. It's, it's okay. Now, but if you if you <laughs> dig the same ditch in your backyard, there is no tax involved. Right? Yeah, but now, now here's the difference, though. If I go to your house and dig a ditch, I don't need to be a corporation. I'm just wild times. But if I if I get a corporation and I got to have a corporation, then then that's fair to pay that tax on that labor money. Okay. But the guy the guy coming home, let's see, let's say I come home, right? I go to your house, I dig a ditch, you pay me five hundred bucks, I go home and I'm sitting at my kitchen table. The government comes in and takes the money. That's what they do. I know. And you, I know. But it's you don't, the money. But it's the so money. it's a See, the but the money is, though, is there. Your labor. But let's say you, let's say you got okay, pizza. But if I, if I pay you in, let's, in, let's say you traded your labor for pizza, that means someone's going to come in and steal your pizza. No, there, that's where you're wrong. Oh, you're, you're, you're saying that you could get out of it by bartering. I'm saying it shouldn't exist. Yeah. Okay. But I actually, you, you won't believe this, but I'm serious. I called the IRS up one time when I was into studying all the tax stuff. And I asked them, if I was remunerated for my labor fully in pizza, do I have to pay tax on the pizza as income tax, as labor tax? They said, yes, you have to sell some of the pizza. That's what they said. <laughs> yeah, but they can't enforce it. So, it's, oh, I would, it's a, so, so I said uh, yesterday, this is true. If every single person just filed a paper instead of electronic tax return and we all made one typo, it would collapse the system. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, oh, but, but here's the, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Money is their game, <laughs> right? Money is their game. It's so their the, the moment you, you um, exchange, the moment you exchange uh, whatever it is for their token, which is from their game, then uh, you can't. That isn't reality anymore. That it's the that is the game. You just let's let's say I found it on, let's say I found it on the ground. I have no money. I I never see it. I find it on the ground. I trade it for something. Uh, that doesn't make me subject to all their laws because they they put a piece of paper on the ground. That's not a, a contract that is fully disclosed. Yeah, but you're you're not getting it. You're not, I mean, you're I, just, no, I, I've studied the monetary yet. system in depth. I understand where you're coming from. I'm saying that that, it, that it's operated through force and fraud. Yeah, but that's their their, their game. I know. And it's, it, force and fraud is illegal and it's not fair and I'm not going to call it. like I'm not going to say like, oh, well, they got me with their force and fraud again and I deserve it. I think it's bullshit. No, it's, it's, just like the, it's just like the Constitution. You know, I didn't sign it. They didn't. I, I didn't pick up this money on the ground and trade it for something and sign a contract where I have to go pay these other people. Uh, that's that's not that's not the way it works. If we traded seashells, I don't have to sell some seashells to get into their system, but they'll make they'll try to make you. No, I don't think they will try to make you. Uh, well, they will. They I, I can cite instances where they've sued people for this and put them in jail. 
Um, okay. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. Look up. You, know, you look up just U.S. versus currency. There's so many federal court cases like the United States of America, of America versus $99,000. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand, but it's still their system. You know, this is the problem. You, you, people try to people try to to beat them at their own game. This is ridiculous. I, I, I'm not, I agree. I agree. I don't try to do that. But I'm, I'm not uh, intellectually. I'm not saying it's just or it's it's lawful. It's, it's no, wrong. it's not. It, it, it's it's the problem. The problem again. The moment you say law, see. So I didn't, say legal. I didn't say legal. I didn't say legal. I said lawful. Okay. There's a difference. Fine. But like lawful, like the non aggression, no, a non aggression principle is a lawful principle. It's, it's about natural law and common law. Illegal is all there's. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We, we have um, different views on, on, on how the, the system operates. So I don't think we do. I think we have different terminology. I think we have the exact same idea about what this, how the system operates. We both agree on all that. It's just about how we're viewing it um, vocabulary-wise. I mean, so, like, uh, for instance, there's, do you think that it's good that we have laws against murder? No, I, I, I don't think I don't think we would need uh, any of that. But um, no, we but should, should we have should we have laws against murder? I mean, saying that we do, we don't need it, that doesn't that doesn't stand up to like reason. We've always needed laws against murder. People murder. People steal. People rob. Yeah, but the, the, this is the thing: you can't build a system and then uh, complain that you have a system. I didn't build anything. I know. But if you say we need laws again, no, I didn't. I didn't say we need need them. I'm asking, like you know, and there's a difference between a law against murder and all the legal bullshit they do. Yeah, I don't see a difference. The moment you write it down on a piece of paper and say this is the law, then you have to have someone to enforce that law. Well, the difference is about the way that our government is supposed to work. Right? Is a delegated. Well, let me let me explain. Let me explain. Well, because someone has to uh, has to pave the roads, and they have to close the road down. It's Ill it's illegal to drive into them when they're doing that. You can't just oh well, I didn't want you to close the road, so I'm just driving over it anyway. You know, like there we live in a society. I love those memes, but so so for instance, you know, you can't you can't get hungry and get lazy and do drugs and steal from people. But that that'll happen. It, you know, there's part of if everything's legal. You know, that will happen, and we, we have to have a mechanism for it. Now, our government is supposed to work like this. is a delegated authority government, meaning it oh, we give it power so we can do something. It, we can't give it power we don't have. So it's only, it has a limit on that right there, and it's only supposed to do one thing. It's supposed to protect our individual rights. That's it. It's that simple. And it's not supposed to be this corporate gang that taxes us. It's supposed to take some of our delegated authority. So it's technically below us. It can do less than us because we can't even give away our full power. And it's supposed to use that to protect. I mean, that's simple. It makes sense. It, it does. It's not some crazy uh, system. It's to make sure that we have some dude that is doing security. <laughs> like That's basically it. You know, we have some, a guy that makes the cakes, a guy that makes the candles, and a guy that does security so somebody doesn't, you know, walk by and take your stuff and pretend that they didn't, because they will. Okay. <laughs> okay, exactly. 
So we will always have to have some kind of system, and the system will always derail, and will. Oh, I think that's neg- that's a negative look at it. It w- it wouldn't derail if we did our job. Our job as citizens is is to is, is that we're the employers, but we we're lazy as shit. We don't care. Yeah, I don't know. I think it will always derail. Always. Yeah, I mean, if we let it, it will. And, and this yeah, is not the, 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 the this is the this is the problem. Uh, the moment you say, okay, you will deal with the, you will be the authority over this, and then uh, you're done. Then they, they are the authority, and then they will do whatever they want. And, and the, the same thing will happen. Yeah, I, the monopoly, I agree with you. The monopoly that we give them on violence is troublesome. That, that's the problem. We give them a monopoly on violence so we don't exactly. have to solve our problems with violence thinking that you'll, they'll use it fair. I'm not exactly. suggesting we do that. Okay, but this is the this is the thing. Uh, the idea that we can then build a better system and another system, and it's all the same. It will always be the well, same. Well, how how would you propose we do it otherwise? I don't want to do it otherwise. I'm Did very you... happy. I found out that the people are just lying. No, and... I'm not saying we do another system. How, how do we do it without a system? No, but you're you're not understanding my point. People are very upset about this system, and they want to change this system or eliminate the system. I'm I I'm saying we should ignore all of this, all of, the, of this this conversation. Because no, I agree there. there. Always That's be, I, agree. I agree with you. Yeah, there, there will always be some kind of system, and the system. Uh, most probably will derail into something like this and there will always be stupid laws and there will always be people who will try to abuse the legal system and we just have to be aware of what what exists so that we are not stupid enough to go along or to try to fight it it's a waste of time it's ju- you just have to figure out how to exist in this mess and then you're done yeah, but you know the the problem is is the other people around me. They love the system, so the system exists. And I think you're making great points. Um, that that is where we are now. That is the trick. If everybody ignored it, things would get better. Exactly. If if everybody ignored uh, the stupid parts <laughs> and the crazy parts, does that mean all of it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, almost all of it. And then uh, and and stop trying to defend the system or break down the system or whatever. Just be a regular human being and try to not be overly stupid and not um, <laughs> infringe on other people's rights. And you're done. You don't have to fight any. Just let it die a natural death. The problem for me is that that most people. Uh, are hell-bent on doing something. We have to do something against the system or for the system or whatever. No, stop doing things for the system and start being a good human being yourself. I like the the term resistance is assistance. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you don't have to do anything either for or against. It's like 
the globe is flat, you mentioned earlier. You don't have to be for, uh, for one or against the other or whatever. You just have to try to figure out from any information you get what makes sense and what doesn't and don't engage in stupid stupidity this is all you have to do i find this stupid we must be stupid i need dollar 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 that's what i need well i need dollar 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 that's what i need would you like to support fakeologist.com and all the content we're creating we operate on the value for value principle where you pay whatever you can for whatever value you feel you've received we accept donations in almost every form from PayPal to Bitcoin. Please go to fakeologist.com forward slash donate for your payment options. Thank you for your support. And if I share with you my story, would you share your dollar with me? Come on, share your dollar with me. Go ahead, share your dollar with me. Come on, share your dollar. And we don't have to do a buffer. We just keep going. Go ahead. Okay. Any, any, anyhow, this is just my my thoughts. I don't um, I don't think I'm necessarily right. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think we have to do pretty much anything against uh, the system or for, or to build another thing. Uh, I just think we have to try not to be stupid and try not to do uh, things that are, I mean, immoral. Even if the system tells us to do things and this is about it and ignore most of it so that we don't waste our lives in with the lies that they tell us um this is but that, that's and, too that's too easy okay. <laughs> you know like that's that's what people that's what people say well i need i need something better that's too easy that can't work but it would i know i, I agree with you i think they're making a great a lot of sense yeah, thanks. Uh, I don't. I don't even know if it would work uh, collectively. I don't. Oh, know. we could. We could try it. <laughs> yeah, and and you don't need. And then you don't need uh, alliances and uh, another club and the famous communities people are trying to build now. I I think it's all a big waste of time. I think if if you don't fix the 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 individual, the person then you can't fix anything. So I think we should just uh, try to work on our own on own problems. And once you figure out how to solve your own problems, then you're one less uh, person in any kind of group trying to uh, manipulate or oppress other people. And I, I'm using the word, I don't like the word oppress because I don't think we oppress each other. I know what you mean now. Other. But I, I think you do, you won't try to infringe on other people's uh, rights if you f figure out your life for yourself. So this this is kind of where I stand right now. We have to stop trying to collectivize everything and just make sure uh, we ourselves aren't being a problem for others and trying to be a, a person that is not in the way of other people trying to live their own lives and not let people abuse us. And th this is the whole uh, work. And not get sucked into the lies or sucked into us, them. Oh, we have to fight this or that. No, stop, stop doing everything of that and just take care of your life. 
and try to not be a burden to anyone. And then we will fix everything. And you don't need uh, big groups or big 12-step programs for all of that. Because for every person, uh, it will be a little bit different. What is good for me may not be for you. And this is fine. We don't need to If you do have the big groups, you're validating the system. You're telling the system you're powerful. We have to try to fight you. No, I don't want to fight. No, no, I'm saying if you just said don't do it. I'm agreeing. I'm saying yeah. if you do, if you do have a big group, you're validating the system. Exactly, exactly. If you try to build this, no, we have to have a small community because the big community is bad. No, we have to have this party because the other party is bad. You're just participating in the illusion. Just stop all that and you'll live a better life. And you can do it individually, which I think is the answer. I don't think the answer will come in groups at all. We just have to uh, be aware that every person will have to save uh, him or herself. It's it's not up to anyone else to to wake people up or to do anything. We can help if the person asks for help and we can provide help. This is very nice, but um, we can't do anything for anyone else. Uh, really, they will they have to do it for themselves. Yeah, people and help, fine, but sure. Not um, so this this is pretty much where I stand now, and I and I'm living a, a much better life since I've I've discovered the um, the deception. And anyhow, this is I wonder. I wonder if I am. I don't know if I'm living a better life, but um, I'm happy. I understand things, and uh, you know, I, I'm able to make sense, look around, and make more sense of it. Oh, so Jewish pedophiles are. Are blackmailing Jewish pedophiles to do Jewish pedophile stuff? Oh, okay. This all makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about the pedophiles. Oh, uh, you know, I think it's coming. I, I actually saw the markers. I mean, you know, they tell us what they're going to do. I saw like a bunch of markers that all point that direction. It's starting with Andrew Tate. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about any of that. I think it's just another story to lose ourselves in, and I'm not participating yeah. in any story yeah, anymore. I, it, it very well could be, but at the same time, you know, I'm willing. I'm not participating in it by noting, noticing that it happened and sharing it with other people searching for truth. You know, I expect the people around me in this type of environment to have discretion and discernment and not just take things that are, you know, not scary for someone else, but scary for them and make them scary and, and worry. I mean, we have to, um, if, if, if that's not important, there's very little to even communicate about at all. Yeah, I think, um, I don't know. I have tried just to tell people to chill out and stop believing everything they see. And this has worked for me. Oh uh, yeah, that's like the guys I was telling you about to, like uh, earlier. Like, like guys. Yeah, you're right. It's really, really bad. The people in Ohio are going to get a rash. Holy shit, that's bad. It's a rash. People, shut up. They were yeah. like equating, equating a rash to the beginning of the end of the moment of the world. It's like, come on, shut up. It's a rash. It didn't say cancer. It didn't say zombies. It's, it, you're getting upset. Type of paragraphs about how we have to get ready because people in Ohio got a rash. Literally, that's the article. <laughs> that's you know that's part of the deception, right? The deception has us 
so focused external and on others that like, yeah, I'm sure you hear it. And I think people are getting better at recognizing it. But like, oh, we went to the moon. We? Oh, so you went? Well, I didn't go. I mean, but we went. Who's we, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's all, it's all, it's, it's very interesting that, um, that these stories even exist and that they took hold. It's very interesting to me. I, I also find it very interesting, um, the, the energy and, and money and the effort that goes into creating all of these illusions. I think it's very, it's fascinating, really. Uh, how much how much they 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 do to keep us entertained it's, it's well that's why i think it's it's cyclical this works too well for this to be the first time they're showing this this shakespearean play this is not the first time they've been on stage doing this okay maybe <laughs> maybe yeah yeah, I mean, that's what it seems like. It works too well for this just to, like, have come out of nowhere in the past hundred yeah, but, years. But does it, does it, though? Because if it worked perfectly, we wouldn't be here talking about it. Yeah, but, I mean, we went from, we had no indoor plumbing, give or take, at 1900. And now we have a Hadron Collider. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, if engineers, hold on one sec. If engineers had to go out and go to the woods with um no metal no metal tools it would be 40 or 50 years before they're actually making a foundry they, they, things don't happen that fast i mean the the cern particle collider it began in the 30s you know we're supposed to believe that they knew the technology that we, we would have in you know uh the two, year 2000 they're planning 100 years ahead i think it's pretty obvious yeah maybe I don't. I don't really. I don't really lose my sleep over this. But uh, okay. I, I don't either. I, I don't either. And actually, you know, I get better sleep when I like have these conclusions because it's like, okay, I don't have to think about it, that anymore. I don't know about your brain's works or anybody else's, but my mind is constantly trying to do shit. That it's like I can either I can either quiet it, which is work, or you know. Yeah, fill up my brain with stuff that like all the questions are answered as far as I need them answered and it, it doesn't harass me as much to like figure shit out yeah I just don't like to waste a lot of time with things that uh, have nothing to do with what I'm I enjoy doing so yeah I mean I enjoy doing research and understanding reality so it's part of part of it's enjoyable for me but you know there, there's limits of course yeah, and I also wouldn't uh, start from something I don't I know nothing about. I would start from things I do know uh, something about and build from there because sure. you can't you can't try to disprove something you don't uh, understand yet. And it's too much it's it's a wasted effort. So if you build on what you know, I think it's it's a better strategy. Just uh, trying to to make big leaps uh, of faith and then disproving it, I don't think it's very useful. I mean, if you well, know something, you're sure. having to find a new faith, right? If you have to find a new faith, yeah. you're rid of your old one. That sucks too. Yeah, 
it's I think if you if you take everything you do know and you can uh, verify and then build on that it's a much better strategy than uh, just reading the news or whatever and saying ah, I, I I think this is wrong and then put a lot of effort in disproving that uh, because then you're no better off if you disprove it you just uh, eliminated one source of of error which is fine but you you first went into error and then came out of it. It's it's a waste of time. But if you uh, if you do the opposite, if you start from where you are and the things you do know, and then build on that, then you can achieve something. The the opposite route is uh, is just you put something there and then eliminate it and then put another thing there and then eliminate it and you 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 don't grow. The other way around, I think, is more productive because it. No, I, I like I like that. I like that explanation. You know, I had that experience with uh, germ theory. I, okay. I, I, I have a good background in medical stuff, but I didn't I didn't know germ theory. So I went, and what I in my head was the uh, the lowest thing I could search for. You know, the thing that should be out there that should be provable, and if I could find it, I could find it. If I could, if I couldn't. I couldn't, and I, I there's you know do you know how many uh, experiments? Yeah, let me meet you. One sec, Doctor Shane. Do you know how many experiments they have to evidence flu contagion? So contagiousness of flu in animals. No, scientific, I don't know. Scientific. I don't flu know the number. No, uh, it, it's it's exactly zero. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe so when I, when, I went to, when I went to PubMed as somebody who, you know, reads papers and I couldn't find one, it was pretty like, okay, this is, that shouldn't be. And then I went for pathogenicity, how it makes you sick. Zero. Yeah, we don't know uh, anything about that, really. So... There's the scam. Now I see it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and this is it's also good news, right? Because then you know that uh, when whenever someone screams virus, then you don't even have to look at it. You can just go about your life. Exactly. Now, one of the things that's interesting that you said, um, I mean, let me think about it. Uh, so, um, <laughs> you, know, you said earlier that everything they say is a lie, and you're right. I mean, it's a hundred percent everything. The the uh, the conundrum that gives you though is that there is no, and it's good. It's good, like you said. There's no solid ground to find on their playing field because it's all bullshit. Exactly. Hey, I think I'm going to have to go. I can hang for a little bit, but I am. I'm losing my voice here. It's okay. It's okay. I I, I see everyone else left, so uh, are leaving, uh, <laughs> and so. So I think my name. My name is. I'm Wild Times. I know this. This has a different name because I'm on a different account. This is the owner account, but um, this is Wild okay. Times. My name is Brian. Okay. <laughs> well, my name is on the screen, so. Yeah, I, I see it. Um, you know, are the Vikings real? Were the Vikings real? I don't know. I don't care. I think it's a nice story. I know. I like. I like the story. I like the story. Yeah, I I had a I had a chat with with another person in the in this scene, and I told him, you know what, I like monarchies better than re uh, republics because at least the show is is beautiful. Uh, you have the horses and the carriages and the, the castles, and it's all it's much much more beautiful than 
uh, this kind of soap opera thing we have when we have a, a democracy. And, and he was amused by that. Because he said, oh, you don't like uh, monarchies because of the government. I say, no, I like it because of the show. I think the show is better. <laughs> and so, and, you know, I'm going to say that maybe it was you that said it. I heard somebody say that we will never have a one world government because it might work. No, I, I never said that. Uh, I, I, I pretty much think we all have already are in one. So, yeah, but think- the one, one world government means that they tell us and there's no two parties they need the two parties yeah i think they need the whole world to to be split up as it is even more maybe because it it works better when you think uh there isn't a, a one world government but i think we are are already there i don't i don't oh, yeah, I mean, we've been we've been there for 100 years probably oh yeah even more <laughs> even from well, the beginning maybe yeah, I mean, I, the the people that we see aren't the people that pull the strings. But I'm going to go before I, I fry my voice even more. It was great it's talking okay. to you. It's okay. Great talking to you. Thank you. Yeah, bye. Bye-bye. That's all, folks.